conservative, heterosexual, gun-toting, football-loving, evangelical Christian white men. In other words, the two most dangerous men in America. Here we go. Six minutes past the hour. Thank you for being with us on today's edition of the Rick and Bubba Show. Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, and Stretch Armstrong here at the Broadcast Plaza. Eddie Van Adler and Helmsy uh, from Home Studios. Uh, also, uh, don't forget if you're um, going to be listening over the weekend, Rick and Bubba University, the podcast. We talked to Steve Ducey from Fox and Friends, and uh, my wife Sherry Burgess uh, has a, a video out today that you can see. Uh, a call to courage is the message. I think you'll love it. It's uh, on all of our social media platforms. Uh, and you will also see it on our YouTube channel uh, there today if you want to give that a watch. Uh, and I think you'll love it. And welcome back. Here's Bill Bubba Bussett. He's back Rick, at the plaza. Glad to be here. And uh, just quickly, you know, we don't we do not do birthdays here on the show, but we have someone very special to us, Rick, that's having a special day. Jim the Crazy Sign Man. Is he really? Yes. How about that? Jim. 72. 72 years How about That's that? a lot of games of Scrabble he's Boy, got in his pocket right there. It huh? is. Hope he's got a surgical mask on. Yeah. <laughs> y'all, remember, y'all remember when Greg duped the intern saying that he was my dad? I did. Yeah. was standing out the yeah. window with my the signs. On that note. And forgot to tell him different. Yeah, we appreciate yeah. Jim's dedication to the show over the years. Amen. Did not know that Jim's conversation in Scrabble would remind you and me, Bubba, if you were listening and you said we both saw it, Dennis Miller's comment on Hillary Clinton. Yes. Greg Burgess. Yes. Dennis Miller. Because, you know, he comes up with the most bizarre. <laughs> he, oh, <laughs> he, most I, I love his Greg, sense of humor. He was talking about Hillary Clinton having to reluctantly endorse Joe Biden. <laughs> and he said, you know, let's face it. He goes, I mean, my goodness, Shawnee. I mean, we, we, got, we got Hillary Clinton. He says she's been cheated on more times than a blind woman playing Scrabble with a bunch of gypsies. <laughs> 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 That's so good. And Sean even was out there. He goes, "You got to." He goes, "Where do you come up it's with these?" Unreal. <laughs> Greg, so Greg, good. Greg, how about old Joe Biden? Oh well, now look, we put Joe Biden up in the driver's seat. Now he's asleep at the wheel. He goes, "The train, <laughs> and the train is rolling out." He goes, "Of course, nobody can go up in there and try to drive the train because we we'll have to go past cold, and they don't want to be seeing their picture made near cold." So I guess Joe Biden will just crashed the train right into whatever's ahead. <laughs> Uh, all right, so hey, I've got a prediction on Joe Biden too, and I don't think you've heard anybody else say this. You know, he said he would get a female to be his VP. Mm-hmm. I think he's going to pick his wife. Uh, what? Maybe. I think he's going to pick his wife. Uh, well, we'll see what happens. Uh, you you know, heard it first here. Well, you heard well, it first, Greg. Okay. Of course, he started saying that uh, <laughs> that the Clintons were going to take Joe Biden out. He goes, he'll, he goes, look, he'll never see it coming. He said, be like Joe Pesci and Goodfellas when he walked in the garage. Oh, yeah, he thought he was going to be a made man. <laughs> yeah, he, he said, he'll never, he'll never see it coming. It, yeah. It's like Pesci and Goodfellas. <laughs> but, but anyway, so so now we're moving into a – Watch his wife. Watch that pick. Okay. What? what? Uh, let's let's talk about this for just a minute. I hope that's his strategy because you yeah, know the one I hope too. he doesn't go, and people are pushing him on it right now. Oh, yeah. If he, if he goes the way that, that people want him to go, it's going to be problematic. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, so I hope he does pick his wife. That will be an easy win. So so let's let's go. That's the only one he can trust to be VP well, in his now, condition. Now, that is one. That's a good look look you, on the campaign trail and look on the interviews how many times she's sitting next to. Did you? Did you she's caretaker number one, by the way. Uh, right? have, you, have you seen uh, the Babylon Bee's fun they're having with Yes. Them? They yes, are having yes. an absolute blast with Joe Biden. I mean, an absolute blast. Wow. But but anyway, so did you see the one with Ruth uh, Bader Ginsburg? Yes, in Carbonite. When they had her in Carbonite <laughs> like Star Wars and said that. So, <laughs> <laughs> holding her for the next session. <laughs> holding her for the next session. All right. So now, now here's where we got problems. 
politics, propaganda, and agenda have now worked their way into a serious situation that we think, and now you're getting to the point where you don't know what to believe. Now, remember, it's been told to us by our founding fathers. It's been told to us by those that oppose a constitutional republic and oppose maximum liberty. All of those socialists and communists have been on record saying you don't waste times of chaos, tragedy, uh, you know, whenever people are afraid, move your agenda forward. This is when we move our agenda forward. Well, now Grab they're around. now they're almost being more open about it, maybe than they. I Rick, guess. it's it's a real simple model, and you've heard people explain it. You have a problem, you have an action, and then you have a solution, and you use those to move things toward what you're wanting to get done. Kind of like when Fauci is going to come out of nowhere and, with their vaccine, we all have to take. Yeah, and, anyway, and this they, one, honestly, uh, I think I think most of the demos had figured. Trump's economy is going to put him back in. And I think they'd kind of thrown their hands up. And then this fell literally now in they have hope, they have hope now. Yeah. So here is, and I can't pronounce his name, no disrespect. I just, we can't pronounce anybody's name, so I'm certainly not going <laughs> to try this one. It's an MSNBC contributor. And maybe he's being so honest because he thinks no one's watching MSNBC other than people that would agree with what he's saying. That's right. <laughs> right. But, but I want you to listen to this MSNBC uh, contributor because what he says we all need to hear. All right, so here it is, uh, courtesy of MSNBC. One of the, the fundamental questions to me is what's going to be our relationship to government, the idea of government after this? And, and we kind of look at it at three levels this week. There is a primordial American tradition going back to the founders of being freedom obsessed, even though we're a country founded on slavery and genocide, being freedom obsessed to the point that we are always so afraid of the government coming for us that we are blind to other types of threats, whether it's a virus, whether it's bank malfeasance, or what have, climate change, what have you. Um, there's also a more, a, a more recent kind of 40-year version of this, which is the Reagan war on government, right? Government is the problem. That's not just an idea on the right. There's a hard version on the right. There's a small-c conservative militant version of it. But there's also, it, it has infected many people on the left in, in, in this passive sense that yeah, I believe in government, but I would never go work there. Or I believe in government, but, you know, I kind of don't like my taxes too high or I use, you know, trust in the Cayman Islands. Um, so, And then there's the more recent Trump era twist in this, which is the war on government becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy. You undermine government, you undermine it, you undermine it. You put someone who can barely read a sentence in government, in, in the figure of Donald Trump, and it becomes true that government sucks because you've made it suck by telling everybody it sucks. And I think the most important thing that could come tell out you what sucks, right? is realizing that government is not the biggest threat to our liberty. It can be a threat to our liberty, but we're threatened by many, many things. And what government fundamentally does is protect us from a lot of those other oppressions that we in America are often quite blind to. All right. well, now, I, I hope everybody that, that is about as upside down, inside yeah. out, backwards as you can possibly be, young man, with your hair spiked up. Uh, it goes back to like well, we always said he don't mean he don't mean that. Look, look at he, his, no, it's like look, a joke, right? Look yeah. at what he said that he, he believes that. in this right out of the gate. He he thinks that uh, that there is no legitimacy to the country to begin with because right. of the way it started, and uh, he I mean he, he's just against so many things that. Freedom is what we were all. That's what we were founded on. Freedom, yeah. 
and being obsessed <laughs> with it's not a and, bad thing. And and he thinks that uh, you know everybody that's got money's got it stashed in the Cayman Islands. You know all this. I mean, yeah. he's got so many preconceived notions that are wrong. I don't know why he's suffering through it. Why well, didn't exactly. he hit, well, Why don't he hit trailways? Well, I'll go, I'll go back yeah. to this again. He's probably like a mo- most of the the people who say the things he says. You will look into his life and find that yeah. he actually has embraced capitalism, the free market, and freedom, and probably has done pretty well with it. Uh, but now he thinks it makes him look – he has to – like, He has to. So here's the thing. Listen to what he said, though, because it, it's important that you listen, because I'll, I'll be fine with, with just letting him speak exactly what he said. It goes all the way back to our founding fathers. What have we been saying on here, man? We got, we're, we're, we've left the founding fathers. They, they were obsessed with freedom. Like then, that's a bad thing. And then, yeah, and, and, yeah. And he then, talks it like it's a bad and then, thing. And then he, makes a, then he makes a snide comment, even though that we were, you know, based on slavery and not know where he gets Founded it. on it. And genocide, which I guess that means, you the, know, the, the white Indians. people come and then yeah. whatever. Of course, he forgets that really these were people that were freeing themselves from a tyrannical dictatorship. That's yeah. really what they were doing. And, and, slavery, An and slavery was an issue in other parts of the world. And just like it was eradicated there, it was eventually eradicated here. Yeah. Okay. Because I don't know. I, I hate to break it to him, but you know, we also had a guy named Wilberforce that went and fought for slavery to end in the in Great Britain. Right. So, so I, you know, the, the left conveniently forgets this because Europe's not allowed to be ever put in a bad light. <laughs> right. Okay. Yeah. But but anyway, even though it's Europeans that started this country that they find to be so evil. But but so so let's go back to this. We are obsessed with freedom. Yeah. We sh- guilty. Guilty. And then mm-hmm. what he's saying is government is portrayed as this terrible thing. And, w- and we've been trained to be anti the government. And, and what he's saying is, no, f- maximum freedom is what makes people dangerous. The government is what keeps everything in line. Uh, yeah. Well, our, we see like how say, well we have founding, examples. We have yeah. examples you can refer to. It ain't uh, like you can't, you know, study exactly. this. Well, like it has been pointed out many he times, our, our constitution does not limit the individual, it limits government. Right. Because they were the ones that needed limiting. Exactly. Because left unchecked, they will grow out of control. And we have examples all over the world. All over we the have world. a guy. We got examples all over our country. True. This week. Especially during this. We yeah. have a guy who just said as loud and clear as he could, Americans are dangerous because it goes all the way back to our heritage. They're obsessed with freedom. That's what he said. Your phone calls are next. 866-WE-BE-BIG. Lines are available, and we'll chat with you right after this. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Twenty-two minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba Show. We're back. Phone troll. Uh, thank you for being with us. And there's room for you. Some lines are available at 866-WE-BE-BIG. Okay. All right. So um, as uh, we make our way back, let's start with Clarissa out of Birmingham, Alabama, listening to us on 104.7 WZZK. Clar- Clarissa. Hey, good morning. Welcome to the program. How are you doing? Hey, I'm doing great in Green Acres. Well, getting a little work done today. I like it. Does that oh, mean, that yeah. mean, are you essential? <laughs> Are you just returned to work? I'm, I'm essential. Oh, well, that's good. It must feel good. You, I got to tell you, it feels. It must feel pretty bad too to be deemed unessential. Uh, but anyway, uh, yeah. So go ahead. Yeah, hey, listen. Uh, I have missed so bad. Greg tearing the drums up on Willamette. Well, he's got to do it when you're going to have it this now. week. Yep, today or tomorrow. I, 
I am looking forward to it. Well, be careful what you wish for. Uh, just go to uh, California. Jeremiah standing by. Jeremiah, 30 seconds. Go ahead. Hey, what's up, guys? I just wanted to uh, hear your thoughts on the uh, video coming out of Georgia, the young guy getting killed by the uh, father and son. Wow. You know, I I guess when I saw that, you know, like I guess anybody would, I thought, man, this just happened. When I started hearing it happened in February? February 23rd. Where where has this story – I mean, February – so is it? And I understand now there there's some people, some charges going to be brought. No, no charges were brought at the time. Yeah, I, th- I heard the district attorney said he was turning it over to a, uh, uh, oh, what's a grand jury? Yeah. Whether but usually, usually indictment. don't they arrest the people and then they would bond out and then they would go to the grand? I, I'm I'm confused how there hasn't been an arrest or something on this uh, prior. Is there something to this story we're missing? Yeah, have you? The Jer- father. Okay, go ahead. The father was a former law enforcement. I don't know if that had anything to do with that. They had claimed mm-hmm. that they were making a citizen's arrest, but I don't know how a citizen's arrest, you know, equates to you know following somebody in your truck, you know, with guns. I mean, you know, if you follow them and call the police and you know keep track of them, that's one thing. But to follow them and shoot them, it seems like something completely different. Jeremiah, I, I will say this: it's extremely disturbing, and and it just seems like there's pieces of this we're missing. It happened in February, which I'm, I'm shocked we're just now hearing I, about it. I, I, I can't believe uh, it. Maybe pandemic had it, you know, off the front page. I don't know. But it looked mm. to me it looked to me like he was jogging, and they were waiting on him in a truck. Correct. I mm. don't know who shot the video that was trailing him running. Do you Sp- know? I think it was another car that was that – There was, had I been some burglaries in the area. Right. 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 They, they said he fit the description. Him. Yeah. But it, it looked – They had followed him. It, yeah, and they were wanting and they, to and then stop when him they and question. The, I'm sorry. Yeah, but then when they had called the police, they uh, the police asked, uh, "Did you witness him uh, committing a crime?" Uh, they didn't answer it at all. They just said, "Yo, it's a." They said the the report says uh, they said a black man is just running down the road is what they had said, and then they had followed him. So I mean, if you read the you know reports on it, it seems really. Uh, yeah, it does. It's hard. Yeah, the video you see, it looks like they just just shot him. Yeah, right. I mean, it's very he dis- was very disturbing. The guy f- yeah, for yeah. the gun. But I mean, if yeah. I'm running, also a guy steps up with a gun in my face, yeah. I'm oh, going to yeah. try to get it away. You know, yeah. yeah, it looks really bad. And and how about this? Why don't we? Unless the person is in in your house on your property trying to cause you harm, why don't we let the police handle? stuff like that instead of trying to do it ourselves well and that's what people are talking about even though he was former law enforcement whatever you know it's never a good idea and it was and it was broad daylight too right it it didn't make sense it's it's for someone to say well we think somebody's been breaking in and we think that might be the guy so here get the guns uh let's go look into it ourselves when the person is doing nothing but running or jogging he wasn't even running fast on your street because if i was trying to leave your neighborhood i'm probably not going to jog uh, but anyway, but and then as you, as you guys said, when he gets to the truck, they did get into a physical altercation. But to your point, Greg, I guess I would too if a truck stopped yeah, in the middle of the road absolutely. while I was jogging and people got out with guns. Yeah, I yeah. mean, I, I probably wouldn't want to fight somebody with guns, but I mean, he may be thinking, "Hey, y'all about to shoot me?" I don't know. But it's it's a very very heartbreaking, troubling story. And as the details come out, uh, hopefully, you know, we can figure out exactly what happened. But I'm still back to any neighborhood in America, anywhere, two guys, you know, in in a truck, and then one guy shoots a guy dead with a shotgun. Mm-hmm. How how is that not dealt with like right then? 
Did, yeah. did, did they did they did they somehow think that people there think that they were justified at some point or because they weren't charged they're going to be charged now mm-hmm. because we have the video evidence did they did they just say there's not a lot of evidence and we believe a story that now turns out not to or be is accurate the system because just that slow Jeremiah are we missing something what are we this? missing in this it just doesn't add up to us. It literally makes no sense because, again, even when it happened in February, that wasn't even when the uh, coronavirus stuff kicked off. So they can't use that as an excuse to not bring them, you know, to or say that, oh, we can't get a jury or anything like that. It really just doesn't add up to why they couldn't at least they couldn't at least been brought in. Like they like not even if we're saying charged with anything, at least bring right, them in. Right, so right, it's, just, right. it's like scary to see that in the video y'all are showing right now. Y'all see him before he even wrestles with the gun. He's running, like yeah, he's running, yeah. and then they're waiting. They're just waiting on him, right? So I, I'm reading. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm reading a story from NBC that says that uh, the the guy got out and yelled at him to stop. Well, I mean, the guy is not a police officer at this right. point. He's not in his on his property. I mean, you have no obligation to stop. I'm in road. And uh, and then right. he comes out. The Jeremiah, it's, it's just very very disturbing, and I, I'm I'm with you and a lot of other people in that uh, this just doesn't seem right. I mean, I I don't know the whole details, and I, I certainly hope we know more about it soon because that that appears very very bizarre. I don't know if the cell phone f- footage is like new evidence. It wasn't released until Tuesday and started circulating. Yeah, now, yeah, uh, the video is new. That yeah, is, yeah, that and is, so yeah. I'm I don't know if if they were trying to say something else happened and, and now the the video footage is like okay this is clear what happened now you know that makes that, sense to you know, me it I makes mean, sense to me that's what's come to that light they, i don't know that they had a version of a story mm-hmm. okay that, I think that, I got that, that caused delay mm-hmm. and then now i don't know why this person held the video as long as they did now the video has been made available it right. was posted online anonymously okay right okay and, and and somebody was, and this week who witnessed it, and I don't know, I mean, again, I don't know why you're going down the road with your camera on record. I don't know. Some of that just seems odd, but what we saw definitely looks very strange, and I hope we get more details because mm-hmm. I, I hope it's That's not a bad just situation. Yeah. yeah. Well, it, I think the person might have uh, what it looks like on on video. Jeremiah, yeah. thanks for the call. It may be that the person who had the video wanted to wait to be anonymous because if these guys are getting a truck and go after somebody jogging, yeah, they, they probably, probably come do. after a guy with a camera, <laughs> them killing somebody. Too. Right. Yeah. yeah, it's true. And I don't know. We'll we'll uh, we'll take more of your phone calls when we come back because that hasn't been a big story. This has been percolating, and we were going to cover it, but Jeremiah went ahead and brought it up. So uh, we'll continue to try to get to the bottom of it, but it, it looks really, really bad. Bottom of the hour, more Rick and Bubba coming up next. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Thirty-five minutes past the hour. All right, we had a call we were going to go to that make it shed some light on this, but um, we've either lost them or they decided to hang up. But if uh, you did, uh, call us back, Anonymous. Uh, MyPillow.com teaming up with the Rick and Bubba Show, and, and we are loving it uh, that they're teaming up uh, with us. And uh, let me tell you something. If if you have not tried the MyPillow products, you really are missing out. Man, what a great American company. They do an incredible job. They, 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 they rose to the occasion. Uh, during the pandemic, and started uh, you know bringing back employees that had been furloughed and putting them to work on making the uh, the uh, all the different products that we needed for our medical teams everywhere. Uh, and now is a great time to go to mypillow.com and click on radio specials using the promo code Bubba, 
and you can save on everything. Now, look, we all know about the premium pillows, and they got a great buy one, get one free going on. But their Giza Dream bed sheets are fantastic. The best towels and washcloths you've ever owned. Uh, their mattress topper, we have that on, on our mattress at home. It doesn't replace a mattress, but it enhances your mattress and, and gives you that same uh, quality the pillows give you. Duvets, body pillows. They even have dog beds if you're looking for something nice for your dog. Uh, go to MyPillow.com or RickandBubba.com under the sponsors. They all come with a 60-day money-back guarantee and a great warranty that goes with them. Uh, and we can even ship it to you for free if you tote the promo code Bubba. And if you want to buy Mike Lindell's book, which is a great story, uh, and you can uh, get a $25 gift card to use on future orders as well. All this is happening at MyPillow.com, or as I just mentioned, RickandBubba.com under the Sponsors button. All right, so he's back. Uh, so let's go to um, this anonymous caller who, who works in law enforcement in the state of Georgia that might be able to shed some light on this that the, the story is not showing us. So welcome to Rick and Bubba, and thank you for calling us. Go ahead. Absolutely, guys. Uh, I was just going to touch base. I've been in, I've been in homicide, not not anymore, but I was I was in there for about eight years. So the grand jury indictment process works like this: if, if we go out and we work a case, and based on the totality of the circumstances and the evidence presented at the time, if there's not enough reasonable suspicion or probable cause to make an arrest, thanks to our wonderful U.S. Constitution and judicial system, we get to take it before a grand jury and say, "Look, guys, we can't make this call by ourselves." What do you guys think? Okay. Then the grand jury makes a decision based on the totality and the evidence that the grand jury hears, and they say, okay, we're going to crew bill this and because there is enough evidence that we believe that this occurred, or we're going to no bill it, which means we don't have enough evidence at this time. Now, my understanding is, is based on the investigation at the time, speaking with witnesses and other people, law enforcement did did not feel that they had enough based on, you know, the unknowing of them being there based on the, the, the information they were given by witnesses and other people, they didn't have enough information to feel comfortable on making the arrest. So they presented it to grand jury. Now, during the time of the event and grand jury's presentment, evidence did come forward that provided the video and things of that nature, which made it a open and shut case for grand jury. Law enforcement would have had the video and some other information prior to the grand jury. Und- there probably would have been an immediate arrest. Understood. So what we're assuming, and I do admit. So, this, so prior this, to the video, Rick, you had two people's word versus right. somebody's dead, which, you know, can't change that story. Yeah, that, that was the right. point I was going to make. So our assumption is, and it's totally an assumption, mm-hmm. that the officers got there and these people presented a story that they were in danger uh, and, and this took place and they had nobody else to go against that scenario. So they took it to the grand jury. And then as the grand jury was getting ready to look at it, the video comes forward and now, right. and now it's, now they go, well, obviously we have to arrest these people now because we have this evidence. Mm-hmm. That's right. That's right. So, okay. so look, let me ask you this because of your expertise in this. And again, a lot of times people will see something and go, well, obviously that's a crime, but you have to have a prosecutable case to move forward. you got to have reasonable uh, thought that you can get a conviction. Uh, but looking at that, what, what do you take from that video? It, 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 I will say it looks very disturbing. I would say just based on – I haven't had a chance to see it, but based on what I've heard – Excuse me. Based on what I've heard, I mean, it's it. In my in my opinion, it's it's, it's clear cut murder. Yeah, that, I mean, that's a case of murder. And I mean, I've been in law enforcement, and I've had people tell me, 
well, you know, this guy did X, Y, and Z. Well, call us. That's what I get paid to do is to come out so that you don't get put in situations like this. They should have called law enforcement and said, we've had break-ins here. There's a person that we normally don't see in our neighborhood who appears to be jogging or running through the neighborhood that uh, that fits uh, at least some of the descriptions. Could you guys come out and and kind of vet this guy out? That, that, that's right, and that because that's what we get that's what we get paid to do. But yet you've got somebody that was former law enforcement who probably still lives behind the badge a little bit mm. and decided, hey, I'm going to go out and handle this, and I'm going to call my buddies, and we're going to get it done. Yeah. And for whatever reason, that got out of control, and unfortunately, a young man lost his life. That's awful, and it's so unnecessary. Yeah, yeah, so very unnecessary. unnecessary. It, is. it is. And, and again, too, if, if this is not even like a stand your ground, or uh, no. you know, this didn't happen on somebody's no. property. No. I mean, they they saw somebody running through the neighborhood and went out and cut him off. It sounds like because yeah. they were well, the I, truck was not moving; that, they were waiting on him when he ran by. Yeah, the video shows they're guys, sitting in the road waiting on yeah. him. To come. I told guys before they said, "Well, you know, I got into an altercation." I left, and the matter I got, I went back. Well, if you go back and an altercation occurs and you take that man's life, it, you, you've murdered him. So if you can leave the situation, leave the situation. So to, to go after him and pursue him like that, I mean, it's just they, they hunted him down and they killed him. Yeah, it, do, it doesn't yeah. look good. Yeah. It doesn't look yeah. good yeah. And, and what it's going to do now is not only is that no way to handle any situation, the, the racial strife that it rightfully is going to cause is because you're going to hear this phrase, and I totally understand. What other description did you have than he was a man of color? Did you, did you have any other things? The, they had the right clothing on, did how tall, you know, whatever. You know, So really what you did is you went and blocked him jogging through your neighborhood solely because of the color of his skin. That was one description you thought matched the person that had been breaking into your neighborhood, and that's all you had to go on? And, and you can see, yeah. and it's already happening, now all this ongoing scar on our society, especially in the South, is now all going to be brought back up again. It could have easily been handled with if there would have been one witness there, and that one witness, God love him, he's disappeared, nobody can find him. His name is Common Sense. Right. Yeah, yeah you're right. Yeah. Guys, y'all have a great day. Thanks for what you do, and be careful out there. Uh, uh, so there you go. Yeah, I, I hope we get to the bottom of that and justice is served quickly again it doesn't change the situation but this does explain why february it happens and we're just now hearing about it Mm -hmm. he said that's the process you have to work if you don't have enough witnesses and you you're not sure what happened here and all you have is the you know their word against somebody who as you said bubba that isn't even alive anymore uh sadly then you have to go to the grand jury and say can you help us with this and then the grand jury luckily got the video and, and now here we go uh, another anonymous caller uh, out of Georgia. Go ahead. Yes, I live in Georgia. I'm anonymous, but um, I'm well known to Rick and Bubba. I hope it stays anonymous, though. But, no, you know, it is what it is. I mean, I hope this don't get blown out of proportion. Justice will be served. People have to, you know, cool heads prevail. It will come out. Now, but what didn't come out was well, those guys are well known by the local police and sheriffs, mm-hmm. and they were friends, and they didn't have any idea that there was a video out there. So that has something to do with it as well being so slow to roll out. But truth always comes out, guys, in the end. Well, so thing will be okay. People will just be cool and let justice, you know, go its course. It'll be okay. All right, thanks for that. And, and you know, it certainly it does have that look. Now, I don't know that's the case, but I, it, that's a plausible um, comment as yeah, well. Yeah, I, I mean, I guess it's just you, you, you would like to think that it is unthinkable somebody would do that, but obviously they have, and uh, it happens. And that's, uh, you know, I, the – 
from what we know right now, I'll say that there's always more information, but it just it really really looks like it was just a murder. Well, mm-hmm. and and it it, if it if it turns out to be exactly what it looks like, sometimes things are and sometimes they aren't. Right. Then these people need to be made an example of, and they need to be well, pro- they, not as example, but justice needs to be. Just, served. That's yeah. what I mean. But justice needs to be served to also have people who say I've become this vigilante of my neighborhood. You know that you that you say are people who may have these strands that are still yeah. there uh, that are evil and wicked that maybe they'll 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 think twice because there is a price to pay when you behave this way and, and just mm-hmm. it's totally totally different when you're defending your home your yeah. property oh, yeah. uh, your family versus hey I'm out hunting down somebody when I'm not even an active law enforcement officer that's crazy yeah if if your if your plan is to take your vehicle and and park it in the middle of the road to cut off someone who's jogging through your neighborhood while you brandish weapons, how do you think that's going to turn out? Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, and, and really, I mean, the, the smart thing, if, if you really think that's the case, follow them to where they go. You might find your stolen merchandise. Call right. the police. Right. You know, yeah. I mean, really. Brett uh, in Huntsville, Alabama. Brett, go ahead. Hey, good morning, guys. Hey, uh, hey, shout out to all y'all. How are y'all doing? We're good. Great. I uh, want to shout out to a little uh, sweet miss, uh, Ruby Jane, uh, and uh, I had a question earlier about the Brett Favre story, but I've been listening to this uh, uh, accident with the people, you know, that gunned down this guy. You know, if you look at it, to me, it looks like premeditated because who's going to sit in the middle of the road and wait on somebody? Yeah, yeah, that that, that it, will be taken into account. I mean, yeah, they they will. You know, there's all kinds of degrees of this, and it looks like this one's going to go to the the highest degree. Like and I say, it, I, I hate to say anything because we don't know the facts, and I don't want to be like uh, half of everybody else. You know, mm-hmm. going off half cocked on something. But I will just say this: with what we see in this, it is extremely disturbing with a capital D. And that might be why there's cell phone footage because apparently somebody saw something playing out and it was like. I'm going to video this because something doesn't look right. What's about to happen? Course, Maybe that's the case. I don't know. I know you don't I don't I know you don't want to put yourself in danger. I got that. But if y'all drive up and you're videotaping me while people have guns and yeah. and they're and I'm wrestling, help me. Right. Okay. Yeah. Get me into that. Maybe get out and say, "Hey, hey, hey, start hollering, do something." Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. minutes to the top of the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. Of course, uh, Will of Meat hasn't spun yet this week, so today or tomorrow, it, it will it will definitely happen. Uh, also, things you need to know about Rick and Bubba University, the podcast records today. Uh, that'll be out as you get up and start your day. Steve Ducey from Fox and Friends will talk about everything that's going on with the media and the coverage and the pandemic, and now it's just getting weirder by the day. Uh, so we'll talk about that. Uh, that will we'll be going on. Also, uh, yesterday, uh, the brand-new Bible study, uh, we started a new series, Unsaved Christian. Uh, session 1 is available from yesterday. We did that live at noon. It's now on our podcast channel and all of our social media stuff. And I know all of you like to hear from the wives, and I w- I'll tell you about the deal with the wives. The, there's some amazing women uh, that are the foundation of this show. We are all very blessed, uh, the women that we have as our wives. But I want you guys to know that they're on the show as much as they're willing to be on the show. They're not, they, don't, they don't desire to be on the show a whole lot. 
So every time one of them raises up, raises their head up, and says, "Hey, okay, I'm I'm, I'm here for a minute." Uh, always enjoy that. And my wife Sherry has a message uh, called "A Courage" that we put out on our YouTube channel. It's on the Burgess Ministries uh, Instagram, and it's also on our Twitter and our Facebook. And so you can find it today. Be sure and take a moment to watch that. It's always good. Uh, for you guys to get to hear from Sherry, and um, and she just she did a great job with it. Um, all right, so let's um, let's talk a little bit about this whole deal, th- this weirdness of our country, doing things from our home, and and we got the Supreme Court, you know, that's that's now they're sitting there going through these cases, and they're having to do it on like a conference call. You told me that even Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Uh, actually even weighed in because they released her from the hospital. We think it was her. It could no, be. She she actually called from the hospital before she was released. Okay. She was in her bed right. and called uh, in. Okay. You know, this calling in is all oh, new yeah. to the Supreme Court, and yeah. then they stream it right. online so you get to hear what's going on. All right, so the guys talked about this in the kickoff hour, and I didn't hear it, but I have to hear it now. And we've seen this like when they did the NFL draft, you know, and somebody said, look, there's one of the coach's kids sitting in there on the toilet. Yeah. But because the thing, and I've done this before, when you're doing something from your home, you'll just say, well, I need to go to the restroom or whatever. Walk in there and don't think about it. But the Supreme Court (laughs) with oral arguments going on. Maybe he was nervous, Rick. And they're saying that that you hear what sounded like a toilet flushing (laughs) in the background. You hear a splash first. Uh Greg. As one attorney made his case while working remotely, this goes back to that great story. The friend of ours that that thought he had the mute on, and and everybody could hear him snoring because he was slipping through a conference call. <laughs> yeah. But but anyway, is that somebody snoring? Huh? <laughs> oh gosh, uh, that's, that's one of the Greg. And again, stories. my favorite thing is when he said he jumped up out of the bed, sort of standing by, beside the bed like <laughs> that was going, like that was going to make it better. <laughs> yeah, that means I'm paying attention. All right, so here it is. is this this is the audio right here. All right, yeah, this is the attorney speaking. Okay, <clears throat> going to be saying, hey, call your congressman and uh, change these laws that apply to banks. And what the FCC has said is that when the subject matter of the call <laughs> ranges to the topic, then the call is transformed. No doubt. And it's, it's yeah. a call that would have been allowed it's and like, is no longer allowed. And so I think you're going to be saying, hey, call your congressman <laughs> yeah, and uh, change these laws that apply to banks. And what the FCC has said is that when the subject matter of the call <laughs> ranges to the topic, then the call is transformed. And it's, it's yeah. a call that would have been allowed. There's no doubt that somebody <laughs> going to that. Wow. If you'll listen, you'll hear somebody go, hey, mix a little water with that. Oh, <laughs> How about a courtesy? <laughs> Help us out. By the way, some of y'all need to learn the courtesy. All right, think about what the lawyer's Golly. going through, okay? Because, and I, by the way, I've tried to flush the toilet and run out before. Have y'all? And yeah. kind of talk over it. Oh, yeah. It. oh, yeah. Of course. <laughs> but I've um, been in conversations like, Pretty serious conversations, <laughs> and I'll go ahead and go into the restroom and, and like sit down for a minute and just just hope hope everybody that, that that there can be noise reduction. Or if you're just if you're standing, you just avoid the water and try to hit the edge. Yes, so it won't be loud. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but think about on their end. So I'm I'm a lawyer and I'm I am making my case in the Supreme oh, Court, the highest court in the and, land. And instead of being in my element in a courtroom of some kind or, or whatever, mm-hmm. I'm walking around the house. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And well, just, I mean, well, it, like even in, in in our house, and that's what you know, you, you, the mute button. Everybody's got to learn it. But oh, but at our man. house, and you never know. That's you know, so naked, gun. And, yeah, we've been oh, we've been good. living in the same house, and we're the only people that have ever lived there for about eighteen years. So when when you go, you know, and you have a you know, try to finish out the basement and all that, you know, you you think you you don't really think about the whole design of the house and all that. So undoubtedly, <laughs> and it's so funny to watch him talk about it. And to your point, Greg, I've tried to do this. Somehow we didn't think it through. The positioning of the bedroom toilet is right above young Broderick's room, and there's a vent 
that is right next to the toilet and then a vent that's right over his head in, in his room. And he said, when, when y'all go to the bathroom, I hear it as if I'm in the bathroom with you. <laughs> And uh, and he said, I mean, he, he, he look, we'll sit there and he'll, and look, we'll sit there at dinner. He goes, Dad, I just want to come, just tell you congratulations. What are you talking about, son? Uh, I, I, I wake up, uh, I, I was awakened again early hours this morning to the sound of a healthy prostate. <laughs> and uh, he'll say, nice stream, Dad. And, uh, and, 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 and so I'm like, okay. When he's a box fan, right? I, I, I'm, like, I'm like, okay, I need to start hitting the side, you know. And uh-huh. and, and, and so he, he's, and it's, so what's so funny? Yeah, and uh, and and it's like very very loud in, in there. It's almost like you, you know, there's the toilet is next to your bed. So to your point, Greg, you have to try to sometimes find a way to reduce yeah, the noise. Mm-hmm. And uh, but just think, every single time that toilet fr- flushes, if he's a light sleeper, I mean, it, it's it's yeah, right over his head. Yeah, but you don't think about those kind of things. <laughs> no, and, you don't. You don't really soundproof for that. Yeah. So and 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 if if he's downstairs and I need him, I just go in my bathroom and hollow down through the vent. <laughs> Dinner's ready. <laughs> Stand by for a healthy stream. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, uh, they don't say who did it, right? And then who they? Yeah, it was the law. Uh, the the we had it up there. I forget the lawyer's name. Yeah, um, but I mean, yeah. was it at his house? Uh, yeah, that's or, what they're. Or, or was it somebody what, well, listening? That, I don't know. That's what right. they're assuming. Because it could be. Yeah, you know, yeah. Let me yeah, tell you. I, we, I mean, it seems like somebody would have come out and clarified what what that was. Well, you remember you what know? happened with our friend who who. Yeah. Who was the mad snore in yeah. the conference call? <laughs> the boss realized he had so many people who died in the conference call, salespeople and regional people all over the country. And he said, I don't know who that was. It just offended our client. Because the thing that made that one so hilarious <laughs> so is they've got a guy pitching his drug because it was a pharmaceutical company. Mm-hmm. And what they're trying to do is to tell this guy why they should be the team that goes out and sells it. So he's he's listening to see, so motivated. to see if he's going to hire them or not. So why he's telling them about his fantastic drug he's come up with. That's <laughs> awesome. And our friend woke up to the sound of the ball screaming. Is or, or, once the the client said the potential client said, "Is that somebody snoring?" And, and then and, and, and then they ended the call because he got offended. And then the boss said, "All right, we probably just lost that client. Whoever that was, you need to contact me right now." And then he's like, yeah, he stand, really he's, like he's like standing he's like standing in his hotel room going and so he was gonna think it through all day long and somebody else called and admitted to snoring as well. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Two men who warned you that soccer would destroy the country. Rick and Bubba. Six minutes past the hour from the broadcast plaza and teleport. Thank you for being with us today. Here in the studio, Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, and Stretch Armstrong, home studios, Adler and Helmsy. And welcome back for a brand new hour, ladies and gentlemen, Bill Bubba Blessing. Rick, glad to be here, honored and privileged, and thank all of you for sharing uh, the pandemic with us. Now, those of you that don't know this joke, um, every... I would say, Bubba, out of 10 shows, eight times we'll come in 
and Speedy has in our stack of potential stories something revolving around obesity. Well, and, and look, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's an issue that we have to deal with in our country, and it's, uh, it's interesting because right. there is a lot of stuff that, that right. goes on this. Right. Well, I mean, you know, it's just out there. It's, it's a lot, lot of stories. stories. Yeah. I mean, a lot of stories. Yeah. You guys, seem to, just... Do you have, a, like, a filter set up? Anything involving fat people come to the front? He's got a Google search set up that sends him anything with fat in it. It comes immediately to his folder. I mean, this one even features I, mean, I got one set up for Rick and Bubba, you know what I mean? And Speedy has one set up for fat. Yeah, just when he had not degraded us enough, this one features fat mice and rats. Oh, yeah, I see. Bubba, and and the title says, Scientists found a way to disable a gene responsible for obesity. Worry about getting too fat no more. See, I thought this was good news. This is a a, a fat good news story, Bubba. There's hope, right? They said that that research. Uh, you know, I'll be honest with you. After watching that video the other day, I, I just I, I don't want a whole lot of tampering going on with my genetics or mm-hmm. my vaccines or anything for a while. I need a little time to to calm down from all that. Just calm glad, down and eat. Huh? I'm glad you said this because it needs to be said. I can't believe we haven't said it yet on the show. And we've but the the well, kickoff guys have been here. And y'all may have said it in the kickoff hour, but we are remiss that we haven't said it. Hey, everybody, man, thank y'all so much. We have seen pandemic. We actually spent an hour on it yesterday talking about plan. Right out of the gate. Yeah. Right out of the gate. And yeah. we do know, as we did predict on the show, that it was appearing and disappearing all day yesterday on YouTube. Links would go bad. Copyright things would come up. Everything we told you was going to happen with the video happened. But from what I gather, Helms, and you can help here. It is still available, but it is true it seemed to have some issues on and off yesterday, right? you, you got to hunt yeah. for it, Ricky. It almost seems like people are, are reposting it under different names or something. Right, yeah. I'm but, sorry, Hams. But, but the I'll link, cut you off there. The link Hope that you're we, okay. Didn't break your neck. Yeah, you okay, buddy? We're loading you into the ambulance. You're going to be fine. Give us a thumbs up. <laughs> look, you can, look you I can, just keep a neck guard on at all times. <laughs> but, go ahead. I'm, I'm sorry. Move That's your, on me. I'm move sorry. your fingers. But anyway, yeah. all, right, all right, go ahead. Well, no, it's, it was just, I was going to say, it was very comparable to the doctors that we watched last week, uh, what was going on. There were millions of views, and all of a sudden it comes down, and then they somehow put it back up, and it just kind of starts the counter over. But it was, something happened to it yesterday. They got that same message about not following the proper YouTube guidelines. It's all about censorship. We know that. Right, but so just so y'all know, yes, we've seen it. Yes, it's troubling. And, yes, we are aware, as we predicted. We told you, go watch yeah. it real quick. Before it's gone. Before they pull it yep. down. And uh, But but I think it keeps going back up every time somebody pulls it down, to your point, Bubba, and to your point, Helmsy, which is why the counter, you know, sometimes you'll look and go, I, I went to this video that the whole wide world's talking about, and it has 108 views. Well, that's because, that's, that's because <laughs> right. it went away at, you know, and had to be put back up again. So it is a very troubling story. And there's there's even, even people that are showing us follow-up stories because when I saw this researcher um you know talking at first i thought you know they put her in jail how did she get out of jail and is she just gonna go right back to jail because she's out talking again and she's got a book out and, and all of this and uh, and it does not cast fauci uh and those that are that are supposed to be the people telling us what's going on in a very good light Mm-mm. guys I, I something funny i this is completely off but something funny just happened to me and i feel like this is one of those things i have to share with you guys yeah. as home life i'm sitting here when i was talking and i went to scratch my arm i thought what is that in my sleeve 
I have a, I, I have been wearing this pullover since four o'clock this morning and had no idea there is a sock in here. <laughs> <laughs> that is good. Could have been worse. Well, I, I thought it might be a murder hornet. <laughs> That's you know funny. what's funny is I couldn't find the matching sock this morning, and here it is. There there it is. It's in my sleeve the whole time. <laughs> so anyway, so yes, we know about pandemic. Hems, uh, I, I thought you were going to say you were splitting time watching this show with the W two capitalist. <laughs> <laughs> That's an inside no, joke. My brother appreciates the shout out. But that's a good one. I was glad to be viewer four this morning. <laughs> yeah, Helmsy's brother is doing a podcast is what they're talking about. Um, all right, so now the Washington University School of Medicine, Bubba, this is, this is you know, Speedy thinking that we you know, somehow may benefit from this. This is great news. Right? They successfully disabled a gene in specific mouse cells, mm-hmm. preventing mice from becoming obese even after being fed a high-fat diet. See? Hey, now. So they have a name that I can't pronounce. Uh, These these are vital inflammatory cells which are responsible for detecting, engulfing, and destroying pathogens were blocked by the scientists. They went in there and blocked them. It's macrophages or something. Uh, But, Rick, let me ask you this. If you – I mean – Again, I'm not a, a medical doctor, uh, even though we play one here on the air sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, if you take in more calories or you eat more than what your body needs for energy, your body stores that in the way of fat, right? Mm-hmm. That's what I've always been told. And if you want to lose weight, you burn more than you take in, so your Correct. body's taking fat and throwing it on the yeah. on the fire and going, hey, we need yeah. that today. Right. right. I don't know that if you're tampering with the gene that does that, if that's a good thing. I know that's a little eerie to me. I, I was thinking, yeah, I will. I will let everybody know. I mean, this. what if that thing goes goes yeah. crazy and you go Karen Carpenter or something? Yeah, I know there's you know? some people who have medication issues and medical issues yeah, and all yeah. that. I will tell you, when I've struggled with weight and continue to struggle with weight, I know why. It has nothing to do with the fat gene. It, yeah, it, it, ha- it might it's, have to do that. It might have to do that. I'm too fat for my genes. Yeah, but but it, a lot it, to do with it, that pie hole. What, what's <laughs> happened is is, uh-huh. is when I overeat and don't exercise, I get really fat. <laughs> And then when I don't eat as much and exercise, I get less I fat. Like yeah, yeah, I, I get mm-hmm. less fat. Yeah, and, I don't think and, it's that big a mystery. It's more of a discipline. Right. Isn't it? And how about this? My body has more energy, and I feel better when I eat healthier foods, and I'm lethargic, and I have a, I have a, 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 a crash when I eat unhealthy foods. You know, it's, just it's, this discussion <laughs> makes me want a Girl Scout. Cookie. Yeah, well, and so I understand the, 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 what needed to be addressed in my life, and when I address them, I see re- great results, and when I don't address them, I see poor results. Yeah. It really is that simple. Yeah, and, and and there is no plan that doesn't require some some form of discipline. Uh, and so just, you know, uh, you know, most of Americans they say have uh, fatty livers, fat livers, mm-hmm. because okay. what happens Thanks, is, buddy. well, the Why body. Why you look at me when you said that? Well, I'm just oh, not. Fatty I mean, liver. but because the fat deposits can't take up all the fat that go. you consume. So it causes the fat to go somewhere else, and, and it stores in the liver, and so Thanks, you got you know fatty liver disease or whatever. Mm-hmm. And they right. were saying it's a big big breakthrough in that too. Right, they can help with that fat liver. Speedy, you don't have to tell me I have a fat liver. Well, Greg, I'm yeah, just saying I got a feeling I got a fat everything. Greg, would you like to tell Bubba what he has a fat version of? It? <laughs> <laughs> I'll, the, leave, I'll leave it alone. <laughs> the, the, <laughs> it is a, yeah, I, I thought it was a good story today. Thank you, I no, promising. From a science standpoint, it, it's it's interesting. It how is. They did well, that. you've always been, I mean, maybe you, maybe some people, you know, maybe their uh, their fat gene is overactive. Maybe that mm-hmm. stores more than they should. Yeah, there's some people mm-hmm. have medical reasons yeah. that they struggle with weight. There are, yeah. and now it's not a very high percentage. Mm-hmm. Yeah, most pe- most of us that have struggled <laughs> with it, it it's it's, I remember I've heard Bubba say, 
say this in the hall one day, and he's 100% no, right, and I say the same thing. Bubba, how's everything going? Doing pretty good. Hmm. Only problems I got are pretty much self-induced. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that's a pretty much a standard answer for me that when people say, how are you doing? I said, I'm doing good. The only problems I got I brought on myself. <laughs> and that's usually, I go, why was I stupid to do that? Right. So true. I well, didn't have to get on a ladder and clean the gutters out. I didn't have to. Everybody um, is telling us that the reason our numbers are, are, are good or bad all has to do with whether you follow the mitigating mandate from the o- overreaching and all-loving and all-wiser government, not so fast. We've got some interesting story next. Rick and Bubba. Hey, this is Phil Robinson out of Duck Dynasty. You're listening to Rick and Bubba. Pay attention. 20 minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba Show, 866-WE-BE-BIG. Thanks for being with us today. Um, all right, as, um, as we make our way back, so this pandemic thing, and we, we talked about it yesterday, and, uh, you know, you see some of these things that are coming out now. You know, we played the creepy thing earlier about the MSNBC contributor that says the problem with americans is they're just obsessed with freedom and it goes all the way back to their founding fathers <laughs> and uh so and, and like that's a bad thing yeah, yeah and then you get into the whole fauci you know and, and then you see all these kind of things are going on but really then you get into the other bubble which is more what we have today then you have those that politically really they don't want to see us come out of this oh but, yeah. because oh, because which is bizarre to me that anybody could be in that boat because let's face it Unless you're psycho. Let's face it, guys. On March 1, Trump was untouchable. Yep. And yep. as you said, Bubba, earlier, and you're 100% right, it was almost like they were going, throw Biden out there and let's just be done with this. Exactly. And we'll try again, see if we can beat we, Pence. We can't beat the economy. See if we can just beat Pence. And then all of a sudden, an opportunity showed up in, in a little something called COVID-19. Uh, but then what are one of the things you're being told? We must keep the economy shut down. We must. We must keep it we, shut down. We drop about unemployment numbers, Great. but yet we must keep it shut down. Well, you know the numbers don't the numbers don't seem to be what what we you know the, the numbers change like crazy. Your models are all over the road. Let me tell you something though, those numbers that we had the models that everybody talks about probably probably we would have been there if we did not do social separation, shut the economy down, and mitigate. Remember the word mitigation? Oh, yeah. Mitigate, 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 mitigate. Well, more and more, and we talked about this one before, but now there's a new one. You remember the California? Uh, government was said, what about these 300,000 people we're testing positive that were in the lockdown? Well, they didn't do what we told them to. All 300,000. Yeah, and then we just moved on as if, oh, okay, well, that makes sense. <laughs> All right, so so anyway, then you got the new thing now. Well, Georgia opened up. Now it's become a hot spot. No, I think we've just got more testing than ever, so we're actually finding out how many people had it because we didn't really know before. It's impossible for it to turn into a hot spot on Saturday when they reopened on Friday. Yeah, okay. yeah it can't be a hot spot. It's going to take – a week or two for a lot of that to make its way through if it was actually happening. And we all we all said, look, here's just common sense. Uh, we have a virus out there, and it's highly contagious. Um, it's, uh, its death rate is a lot smaller than what we initially thought. But we are going to have to deal with it. You need to be wise. So as people get out there and move around, you are going to see a spike in the number of people who get it on some level. Now, 
the question is, is it a little spike or a giant spike? That's the question. Well, don't forget, too, we also didn't have the ability to test anybody at the rate we test them now. Right. That's also going to give you a bigger well, number. Rick, yeah. the, watch the, media, the hospital and watch the death rates. Watch the hospitals. Watch the death rates. Everything else can be manipulated. Watch okay? this, too. The media will get their little catchphrase, and then everybody uses it during the day. And you, you, I know Rush has done his little montages with that, but it's true. Oh, it's it's true. almost like they're reading off a script. The first thing was flatten the curve. Yeah. I mean, we couldn't oh, yeah. hear flatten the flatten curve the enough. Curve. And then it turned to ventilator. Mm-hmm. I mean, you, you yep. thought the whole world was going to end if we didn't have – I mean, what, Mr. President, will you guarantee everybody in the world that needs a ventilator will get a ventilator? Yeah. Well, no, I can't <laughs> Of course, they're, they're laying around everywhere now. Yeah, well, we're going to have them. They're going to be at yard sales. we got so many of them, okay? So uh, then then it's turned – this is the catch word now, testing. What about testing? Testing. 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 And, and I have testing. screamed this, and I finally Mitigation heard – testing. I think it, maybe it was Laura Ingram had mentioned it uh, last night <clears> – <throat> Testing is only going to tell you if you had the virus or, or if you have the virus three days ago or 15 minutes ago or whichever test you, you took. You can leave the testing facility, go by your local big box store and pick it up on something yeah. in the store, and now you got it. Mm-hmm. And you go, well, I tested it. I got it. Well, you might have got it after the test. It's only a snapshot for that moment in time. It, Unless you go every day, which is yeah, not possible. Yeah, and, and, and the antibody test is uh, is good. It's not 100%. And even if you have the antibodies, it's no guarantee against this particular virus that you're going to be immune to it. And in, even if you are, we don't know for how long. We don't know if it's a week, a month, a year. And then if it mutates, then your immunity is no good. So we go to New York. So we got to learn to function with all this going on. Correct. That's like the key part. And here comes another story that's going to story that's going to make your point. So Cuomo, of course, he wants the wide world to know, even though he's, we're supposed to ignore when he said it was no big deal. De Blasio the same way. Same way. The New York police, by the way, their their police union is telling De Blasio right now, we we cannot be used to monitor social distancing. Yeah. We have more we things, things going on we got to deal with, and you're going to have to stop all this. We can't be used in this in this way to go out and police who's getting too close to somebody. And so they're pushing back a little bit. Well, Cuomo had told us, I'll tell you one thing, I'm vindicated by the fact that I won't open. Hmm. And people are saying, all right, the data is showing that New York's numbers are decreasing, and but yet he still will not open up the economy and they keep saying look new york is going to cease to exist if we do not open up this state and do not open up this city and um, so people now people are saying the lockdown is not all you're saying is the reason that we are seeing less cases less hospitalizations and all this a study of hospitals in new york found that a thousand patients 66 percent of them were staying home and had never left their home and we're getting things delivered to their house, they were doing exactly what Cuomo said to do. Right. 66% of them said, I haven't been anywhere, but they have it. 73% of the new hospitalizations were people 51 and over, and 96% had underlying health conditions. Let me say that again. 96% had underlying health conditions. So if you don't have underlying health conditions, the odds of you being hospitalized with COVID-19 are not very high at all they're 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 a minuscule and uh so 66 percent of a thousand people said i've been in the lockdown the whole time and i still have it so th- this is saying that maybe maybe 
uh, it prompts the question of whether the lockdown even works or is necessary. It said also 90% of those that were put in the hospital said that they'd never taken public transport because they were told not to. They hadn't been anywhere. 90% of the people coming in. So once again, we've got a place where people are coming in with the virus and they've done exactly what the overreaching state said to do and they still got it. So it, it's, uh, it, it the, begs. The numbers that we're all told to go by, the science in this is just all over the road, isn't it? Right. And I that, mean, you can't really. Well, and we also know that the numbers are being manipulated. Things are being called COVID-19 problems that aren't. Look, COVID-19 is highly contagious, and you can get really, really sick with it, and we certainly didn't want to overload the hospitals, and we didn't want to over but, – but we're not. Mm-hmm. The hospitals have not been overloaded. Well, that's because we did the per- the social dis- – that's mitigating, Rick. That's why that happened. <laughs> no, it may be that we just have a highly contagious flu that is acted exactly like every single flu season that we don't shut down the economy for. It could be that. Would a lot of people get it? Yeah. Would more people get it? I guess. Would more people die, though? Yeah. Would more people be in the hospital, though? Mm, that, that's starting to look less and less clear. Yeah. Uh, should the economy have been shut down, was it necessary? And did it even accomplish anything other than destroy an economy? Well, it, it, I tell you what, it's cost us, and it, well, we'll never pay it back, future generations, $6 trillion. <laughs> How much is a trillion? Thousand billions. How much is a billion? That's a thousand millions. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just thank, for those of you, you at buddy. home trying to figure it out, and and every time you go up, you add a bunch of zeros to it. But, yeah. but the point, and, and again, I don't have a problem. I don't have a problem with people saying, "Well, we were giving all these doomsday deals because it did start out, guys. If you remember, and I remember even it getting on me a little bit. Hey, we all gonna die. Mm-hmm. Well, gonna get us all. Gonna get us all. But but you know, this is that thing now where you have a narrative and you won't let it go and you're going to cling to it. Yeah. You know, I, I'll be doggone if you're going to get me off my narrative. I was right. It's time for the economy to be worked on. Yeah. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. My buddy's Rick and Bubba. If you're not, you're a communist. Get her done. 35 minutes past the hour. Rick and Bubba, thanks for being with us. We'll get to some of your phone calls coming up shortly. Don't forget TheraBreath products. Uh, <laughs> yeah, You might be social distancing from strangers, but boy, your family and friends still, they still need you. TheraBreath.com, great products available. You can get them uh, at retailers. You know, a lot of retailers have been opened back up, and then some of them, like the, gro- the grocery stores, uh, have never, you know, been closed. So you, you've been able to get to the TheraBreath products. So the best toothpaste, mouthwash, chewing gum, dry mouth lozenges. Uh, and um, look, let, let's face it. Did you know now uh, that they have a little something that uh, you can do uh, for for you know Mother's Day? Have you ever been around the 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 part where you're like, uh, hey, you know? And I'm not a big pet in the house guy. It's not really my thing. I know some people love it. But even people who love it will say, "Hey, my 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 dog's breath is wow." <laughs> hey, uh, I mean, Rover. Of course, yeah. if, if they just come pay, on over, if they just pay attention to what their dog keeps licking and eating, <laughs> yeah, there may be a reason for that. Clear, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, and you remember that there's an instinct for dogs too when you let them out to go to the restroom. If huh. they can find something dead, they're gonna roll in it. Oh, <laughs> and, and, and in eat a it, minute, and eat it or, or oh, whatever, and yeah. then they'll eat things that 
you don't know why you think you're being fed on a daily basis. But. I, I, look, Rick, I know crunchies are not the greatest thing ever, but it's got to beat that. <laughs> yeah, that's the one. Remember, I put that on the list of why it's not really a member of the family. It's just the pet of the family. Because right? uh, if I, if my family members were doing that right there, we'd put a stop to it. I ain't going to kiss them. I'll tell you but, that. but anyway, did you know that TheraBreath now has an additive you can put in the watering bowl that will that will give your pet fresh breath? So that's available too. Uh, look at them at over a d- uh, hundred different retailers out there. You can get them at all the all the biggies: Walmart, CVS, Walgreens, uh, Target, Publix, Kroger, uh, Winn Dixie, and more. Also, there's a link therabreath.com. You'll find that at rickandbubba.com under the sponsors button. So I meant to on the New York thing too. They said if you add the people who got sick in nursing homes, of course they they can blame Cuomo for that. Right. Uh, they were also being sheltered in place. If you put their numbers in with people that said we hadn't been anywhere, but we still have it. It's an overwhelming majority of people that are 84%. 84% of the people they're treating said, we haven't been anywhere. Yeah. By the way, let me get that number again for you. Well, 84%. I think that shows, the uh, again, how contagious mm-hmm. uh, the virus itself is. Um, you know, it's uh, you getting packages. Uh, we know by some of the tests that were, were done that that stuff can live on cardboard and plastic for long periods of time. It's extremely contagious. The good news is it is not near as deadly as we thought it was. And the people who are at the highest risk are usually the same people that are at the highest risk for anything. Yeah, and I think that's the point. I think what we have here, folks, I hate to be Debbie Downer for all of you mitigators out there. I think we have the flu season. And we had a flu this year come in that we didn't know anything about. Uh, and, And I think the more evidence that comes in, not propaganda, it keeps pointing to that. And uh, as, as we were just pointing out, uh, you know, if you look back at some of our flu seasons, every single flu season, we're anywhere from 35 to 42 million people yeah. that get it every single flu season. Our low end's about 35 million. Our high end's about 42 million. And we usually hospitalize anywhere from, you know, 400,000 to about 650,000 people. And this, Every, this and, one's and, tracking, and our death rate is very similar to what this is. Yeah, and this one's tracking a little bit above that. Yeah, uh, if the well, numbers, so you, so if the think, numbers yes. are right, so you which, think. which you know we know that there's some of that uh, uh, creative bookkeeping going on just so that well, some of the facilities number. are getting mm-hmm. a better payment, but. Um, well, plus I need and, a high number because I've, I've shut the whole economy down. Yeah. I better come up with a big and, number. And it's not right. over yet. I mean, we're still going to have some of this uh, through the summer as we get back out and move around. But it's, uh, you know, it's <clears throat> compared to what we thought we were dealing with day one, we thought we had the Black Plague again mm. or, or the Spanish flu, which was going to mm. be devastating to the tune of millions, and it is not. And we can function uh, in a free society in this environment if we're careful and let it let it play itself out. Wait on the medicines to catch up, and uh, we'll we'll be fine. Yeah, and and that and, and it's time to start moving in into that narrative. Um, yeah, and I think most people are. I, I think, uh, and again, keep in mind, essential employees. Two thirds of America was not laid off or, or or anything. I mean, they, you know, there wasn't near as much traffic on the highway coming to work and going home, but there was still a lot. It wasn't like it was deserted. You know. Well, you go back to this, like Greg said a minute ago. You know, they the right now. It's so funny to watch the left who want. I guess they want the economy to never come back. So somehow maybe they can beat uh, Trump in the in the upcoming election. They're looking at this as a way to get rid of him because he's so evil. It doesn't matter. Which we're going to fight. We're going to unpack the Joe Biden thing now, which has just gotten more like a a circus every day. 
But, you know, they went, remember what they used to tell us about socialism? Hey, look at Sweden. Remember, they loved Sweden. <laughs> but now they hate Sweden because Sweden didn't mitigate. Yeah. Sweden didn't well, shut I hear, down. I hear yeah, a but, story about how good Sweden's doing. Then I hear one, it seems like, how they're having an outbreak well, every day. What, what is up with Sweden? Well, is it good or is it bad? Watch the headlines. Somebody help me out. Watch mm-hmm. the headlines like the one that – Don't the, be a liar, Greg. That Greg <laughs> just tell, I tell you what, Bubba, it looks like is, the, is Norway that shut down and Sweden who didn't, their numbers are almost – they're very comparable. Yeah, they, they didn't seem to make an impact one way or the other, but that that but see that's not allowed. Sweden's not allowed to have numbers anywhere near somebody who mitigated. That's just not allowed. So so they have to demonize them. They have to shut them down. Now remember, we were all supposed to be like Sweden, but not anymore. Yeah, because it's gone against their current narrative. So they put out a headline that said that there was it their governor, one of the governors or their president. I don't uh, know what they call their main fine. guy. Uh, where they say whoever's in leadership there is surprised by the number of, yeah. of deaths. That, that, and so you go, oh, well, see, there they go. They, they're killing people unnecessarily. Mm-hmm. Until you read the story. Yes. And then what he says, he's surprised by how many people in the nursing homes yeah. had died because uh, they thought they did a good job of keeping it out of the nursing homes, mm-hmm. meaning they tried to mitigate there. He said. And it got in there. He, so he's surprised. Half of their deaths have been in nursing homes, which, he, which prohibited visitors. He said that they – had a thought it would be easier to keep the disease yeah. away from them, and they it, were wrong. Look, right. it's highly – I mean, it is much more infectious than the normal flu. I mean, it'll, it'll get through these barriers but it, but if and you, procedures uh, no matter what you're doing. But if you look at the headline, you think he's talking about the whole right. country. Right, right. You, right. you think he's saying, oh, no. And, the, and their overall numbers are still not that high. I forgot what it was. I mean, it it's lot. about what – but it would be if you if you mitigated or not. Right. It, so that's the thing I think is the big lie, is that this social distancing and this mitigating and all of our masks and – all this stuff that somehow that's held the numbers. The numbers will be through the roof if we didn't do that. I don't think that's true. Now, I'm not saying that everybody needs to be reckless. I'm just telling you the evidence is starting to point that it's highly contagious, and the people who have it, most of these people are going to have it one way or the other. And, and uh, yes, yeah, Rick, you're right. You're right. Sweden is being looked at by conservatives that really don't want to continue this heavy, heavy lockdown. Uh, Sweden is being looked at as a success story. Uh, it is the Swedish prime minister, by the way. I Googled Swedish president and it pointed me to the Swedish prime minister. Um, but to your point, there is a Wall Street Journal article that I saw yesterday. And the, 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 it, it talked about um, the how the numbers in Florida were not catastrophic. They didn't have catastrophic deaths right. in Florida. Which everybody and, thought and the they Street, would. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly, exactly. And the Wall Street Journal says, how did this happen? Were, were they smart or was it luck? And, and and that was the only options. I'm like, no, maybe this virus, maybe the, our numbers, maybe our models weren't as correct as we, as we thought they were. But everywhere you look, everybody's trying to say, oh, it's just dumb luck that this happened. Uh, uh, Florida just got lucky. It's like, no, that, that I don't think is the case. Yeah, maybe Florida went about a strategy because they did isolate those that were the, at the most risk. Uh, they did do some social distancing, and they and they they did some things that they organized. Georgia's doing some things organized. Uh, look, if you can be killed by this, because it shows pretty clear who can be killed by it. Yeah, and and and, and it's and it's the same group of people that are get killed by pneumonia and flu. And because it's so highly contagious, you certainly need to do everything you can do to minimize your chances of getting it. And we should protect you and not be reckless with you. But everybody else, yeah. the healthy. 
and Florida gave a lot of their, uh, you know, their smaller municipalities uh, the, 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 the options to do what they thought they should do. They locked down the heavy metropolis areas a little bit heavier, but they allowed the smaller governments to do what they thought they needed to do. And it worked out well for them. Yeah, I don't know why we're afraid to say that. Isn't that what we're looking for is for strategy? Well, yeah, I, I mean, I, here's the thing. You have to look at, at what has worked and say maybe we need to look at that and stay away from the things that didn't work. I mean, isn't that just common sense? Yeah. You don't have to be an infectious disease control officer to figure that one out, right? You, you know how you know how it looks like when you get your phone, and I remember Adler the first time you taught me to do this, and you go, okay, I need to clear my phone so it's not pulling – you know, my battery, all that, and you start doing that flip-up thing. Yeah. All right, I, I search that, I search that, I search that, and you just start moving it out of the way. It's almost that's how you have to now look at this story. You have to start out and go propaganda, 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 and, and then try to, okay, here, this looks like some science right here. Up, up, that's that's feelings. Uh, that's as somebody said. You, know, you, you have to work through all the garbage to try to find, apparently here's a bastion of some people who are just trying to look at it in a reasonable way. They're hard to find, mm-hmm. but it's like you have to just go through the muck to try to get to what what's actually going on here and yeah. what's the truth of the matter, and uh, what are legitimate concerns because there are some, uh, and they're and they're legitimate and they're concerning. And then what is propaganda? What what is what is uh, you know political? What is uh, it's just it's a mess. Speaking of that, Joe Biden finally the left has decided that they're going to go back to the strategy of Bill Clinton concerning Hansy Biden. When we come back, stay close. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. It's nine minutes to the top of the hour where the Rick and Bubba show your voice of reason and steadiness as we roll through the pandemic. Uh, My wife, Sherry, put out uh, a great message today. Be sure you check it on our YouTube channel, our social media platforms, a call for courage. And uh, she did a great job with it, so be sure you watch that today. It's only about eight minutes long, so she did a great job. And uh, young Broderick actually put that all together, too, so the team bird just did a good job. Proud of both of them. All right, so as, as we uh, make our way back, so now we're moving into this uncomfortable thing uh, because when we, politics, you know, it's so hard to find consistency because, you know, if I have a political agenda, then anything that, that is going to advance my political agenda then I have to stay there. Mm-hmm. And then if something comes along that I've said against one party, but now my own party's doing it, I either can be consistent and be upset with my own party, or I just shift to a whole new narrative. Right. And so what's happening now, and we looked at this, of course, we talked about the fact um, that, that Joe Biden, there's an allegation against Joe Biden. And let me, I'll say the same thing because I'm going to be consistent. Mm-hmm. I will say the same thing about Joe Biden as I would say about any Democrat that uh, or any Republican. When an accusation comes forth, forth, uh, you should hear from the person that claims they were mistreated. Okay, then you should also hear from the person that gives their side of the story, and then we walk through the process of our country that is innocent until proven guilty. And then at the end of it all, the facts will be uh, based on the facts of the case. Mm-hmm. Then, then it will be decided whether the person's allegations stand or they they were deemed to be unproven. Right. And that should apply to a Republican, a Democrat, a man, a woman, um, you know, anyone, any ethnicity. It all should be the same across the board. But that's not how it's done. And so, what the left has told us is when they didn't want a Supreme Court justice that they thought was going to be the end of the world. They told us that every woman 
has to be considered to be telling the truth until proven otherwise. Yes. Isn't that what right. we were told? Yeah. The benefit. Yeah, okay. yeah. That's what we were told. I don't think that's constitutional, but but I mean that's – I don't think that, it's a really good idea. It isn't, no. you know, because mm-hmm. I certainly wouldn't say that about a man either. Mm-hmm. Uh, so so we, we found out that that is not the way to go. Now, I laughed pretty hard. Uh, I don't know who did the cartoon – uh, and this is what happens to you. You start being lampooning, lampooned when you won't follow your consistency. Did y'all see the one that now they put out the political cartoon? It has all these liberal women, the squad, all of them, and has all of them in cartoon form. And it says, here's the current version of the Me Too movement. And one says, I believe that Joe Biden is telling the truth. And then all the other women go, me too, me too, me too. And they say, that's the, the me that, too, that's the new Me Too movement. Uh, so now, if you don't watch the Democrats, they'll just, they'll just fall back to what we call the Bill Clinton position. Mm-hmm. And it sounds like, excuse me for that, no pun intended. <laughs> Bill Clinton position. Uh, no pun intended. Yeah. So, so well, what, there's two different remember, reasonings on that. <laughs> okay. re- remember, so remember, we've already been through this once we were told that it really doesn't matter what bill clinton does in his personal life whether it would be some you know young woman that somebody used their authority to to pleasure themselves we were told that that and i would agree with that that that's bad form but when it came to bill clinton it was okay because what they say as long as they get the job done he does so much good as long as they get the job done but then when we had this terrible video with billy bush and donald trump what were we told well he's not fit for leadership no doesn't matter when it happened. Doesn't matter what happened. He's not fit for leadership. And then I remember thinking, well, what if he can get the job done? Well, <laughs> it doesn't matter. This is this is grotesque behavior, which I do believe that it was, and I believe that Bill Clinton's behavior was grotesque. Okay, but we were told by the Democrats alone to get the job done. Doesn't matter <laughs> what people do in their own affairs, if they're in their own personal life, they're not breaking any laws. Not to get the job done. And, and, and so then, then we went to Kavanaugh. Oh, wait a Milano's oh, hey, lost her mind. Hey, over. hey, doesn't matter whether they can get the job done or not. Not sure why we care what doesn't she matter. thinks, doesn't but we, we gave her all there. kinds of coverage. Yeah, I don't know why we care what Alyssa Milano yeah. thinks. She hadn't had a big hit since she was a kid on that one series. That's really weird. But anyway, so <laughs> then I thought at that point, I thought at that point, all right, the Democrats are officially changing their narrative. It does matter whether you can get the job done or not. If you have mistreated a woman, or even someone's alleged yeah, yeah. that you missed, right. because by the way, nothing's been proved against Kavanaugh. Okay, matter of fact, nobody could corroborate his story, right? Or her story, right? If they just had anybody, uh, it, that that would have been it. So we were told that Kavanaugh is guilty because there's been an accusation made, and a woman must always be trusted. Okay, all right. So that's a new narrative, right? I said, okay. Yep. So we've shifted. Yep. We've left the Bill Clinton narrative, and now we're on a new Democrat narrative. That is, all women are telling the truth. Okay. Okay. That's the new narrative. Must be heard, and I sure are, agree with that. We yeah. accept their story until proven uh, yes. different. That's the new narrative, that's right? It. Where that's we it. told that the new process is out. This is a special situation. They developed what I call Bill Clinton amnesia, mm-hmm. and and of course, remember Hillary Clinton. All of a sudden, Rick, has done be- it again. All of a sudden, Hillary Clinton has become a champion for women who need their voice to be heard. <laughs> and I was like, good night. This is the biggest. But you know what? You're a political party, and you're changing your narrative. Yeah, she was in charge of the bimbo squad, yeah. remember? But now, but now they Destroy realize people who made an accusation. Now they realize they got a problem with Joe Biden. Cuz now Tara Reid is saying that she was treated in an inappropriate way by Joe Biden, but now she must not be hurt. <clears throat> Joe Biden must be innocent and to proven guilty. Oh, so now we're back to the constitution. Okay, well now that they're getting so much flack about this now. Guess what they just said now? 
Long to get the job done. <laughs> We've gone all the way back to the Bill Clinton mentality. We just got to beat Trump. We just want him to beat Trump. We don't care what kind of man he is. That's right. He, he can't be worse than Trump. So it don't matter if he's handsy as long as he gets the job done. <laughs> and, and now I would debate that whether Joe Biden can get the job done. But so now the Democrats have said we officially go back to the Bill Clinton narrative. It doesn't matter what they do. Well, and and these these women these women are you know they they don't matter and it's it's our our candidate matters more than these women right okay so we're back to that again that by the way that's what we call the Bill Clinton mm. we've gone all the way back didn't we have a woman say that Joe Biden could rape her uh, on the street as long as he can beat Trump did, did did somebody not come out and just say that no no Greg was telling me that it was some kind of uh, I know they were trying to be pro- provocative and, and say that. But uh, somebody who said that they wanted Trump to be beaten so Good bad, that, 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 yeah, the, yeah, that somebody claims it was in a tweet. Yeah, somebody put out a tweet, tweet that said that. Yeah. Now, now that's somebody trying to be sharp. But 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 you couldn't get away with that. Can you imagine if a conservative woman said, "I'll tell you one thing, Donald Trump right here on Main Street, as long as he gets reelected." <laughs> What, what would what would the left rightfully do? <laughs> mm-hmm. Be highly offended. I mean, and we'd all go, "My gosh." But but now, what, what I like too is that uh, you, you saw Nancy. Of course, everybody. This is a big political problem for him. And mm-hmm. Nancy Pelosi came out and said, "Well, I have talked to him and I have done my own investigation and I believe him, so it's a closed case." Right. That was it. I know. Now keep in mind the way with Doctor <laughs> Ford, the, all that they wanted done, they wanted the FBI to come oh, in. Sure. And look, what Kavanaugh had allegedly done was further back. Oh yeah, it was back. And, and and they wanted people. They wanted the three hundred two interview forms. I mean, we want this, want that. None of this for Joe Biden. None of this. And look, let me be clear: Tara Reid may not be telling the truth. Yeah, Joe Biden may be completely well, innocent. She's got more witnesses that are uh, supporting her story. I'm not going to use elaborate today. Yeah. Uh, corroborate yeah. her story <laughs> than <laughs> than uh, than Joe does. Rick yeah. and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. found offensive by pencil-pushing, bean-counting, research-loving program directors and radio consultant goobs. In the beginning, there was fun on the radio. Then the radio industry fell victim to corporate America and venture capitalist bankers who marched in with their research and up to their armpits in debt and turned the radio band into a wasteland of cookie cutters. Faceless, sound-alike stations who completely lost touch with the people they were meant to serve. Then there were two voices that cried out in the wilderness. Faint at first, but becoming louder with every passing ratings book. It's okay to have fun again. To give the people what they really want to hear. And not treat them like a sea of mindless followers who have no choice in their radio entertainment. Welcome to the Rick and Bubba Show. Seven and a half minutes now past the hour. Rick and Bubba Show. Much to do as we roll through this hour and we hope you'll join us. Speedy the Real Greg Burgess, Stretch Armstrong, 
all here at the Broadcast Plaza and Teleport. Home Studios, Eddie Van Adler and Helmsy are still with us. And welcome back for a brand new hour. Sitting right there rocking mic number two where he's been for 26 solid years. Mr. Bill Bubba Bussin. Rick, honor and privilege to be here. And, uh, you know, wow. Hey, our first pandemic, we're making it through it. We hope that you are surviving and staying healthy also. Yep. Trying to just sit here and talk about facts and walk through this as it happens. Try not to shoot ready aim, but at the same time, you know, trying to update as we go and, you know, move forward. And here's another thing. You know, you talk about, you know, I'm afraid this falls under the category of Samaritan's Purse and others thought they could have something. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, Rick. I, I mean, mean, hey, you go try to help people. They ask you to come. Then they get mad at you because they think you're going to talk to people about Jesus. And you just there charging nobody to help. And, I mean, before you know it, I mean, you thought you could have something. Uh, so, Rick, New York yeah. is in the grips of this thing. They they think they're running out of hospitals. They're running yeah. out of ventilators. They think they're going to be overrun, people dying in the street. So the feds mm-hmm. come in. They start building portable hospitals. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Navy sends their ship up there. Mm-hmm. Samaritan's Purse is the Christian organization run by Franklin Graham. They are called and asked by the hospital to come help because they know they have a mobile oh, yeah. hospital setup it's what that they do. can be. It's a mash. It's what they you know, do. It's a mash unit. They can, it's what they do. They can roll it out, set it up. So they come to Central Park. They set up. They're critical in helping uh, the curb the tide of patients in this. Yep. And uh, as the tide started going down, the numbers started going down, uh, they d- saw that they were not needed anymore, so they, uh, they packed everything up and was heading back to North Carolina. Yep. And New York City said, look, we really appreciate y'all coming up here and working and helping us out, but by the way, we need you to pay taxes while you were here. Oh, my gosh. Um, Franklin Graham president of the nonprofit organization said uh, they were the ones that called us referring to officials at Mount Sinai Health Center in New York we didn't call them they called us and we agreed to go and we have not charged them New York anybody there one cent he said all of our services were paid by God's people in other words people who support the ministry that's how it works and now uh, Cuomo is asking for income tax. Well, if you're volunteering and not charging, I don't see how you get income tax. Mm-mm. But what they're referring to is some of the people who work as doctors and nurses for, for Samaritan's Purse while they volunteered to go. You're talking about that we called healthcare heroes? <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. I mean, who we've had parades and flybys for. <laughs> right, mm-hmm. sure. They they volunteered to go, but they were paid by the charity for their time there. But they're paid out of North Carolina. Well, New York says, even though you're paid out of North Carolina, you still owe us state income tax. And the quote, and I, I'm not quoting it exactly, I'll have to paraphrase it, but I, I heard Cuomo say it, he said, he said, I'd love to cut you a break, but we're $13 billion in debt, so we need that money. Yeah, here's this quote. We're not in a position to provide any <laughs> subsidiaries uh, or subs- how you say subsidies. It? Subsidies, uh, yeah, right now, to mm-hmm. your point, because we have a $13 billion deficit. Now, we can go all day on how it, they It's not up. a subsidy. Yeah. Subsidy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> if, if they volunteer to come work, and yeah. the money's being paid from another state. You don't have to yeah. – s- 
You, you do not have to do anything for volunteers. Yeah, yeah. I don't, They're not drawing attention. Well, and, <laughs> no. and what what uh, Cuomo, being the genius he is on right. so many topics, who got him in the thirteen billion dollar deficit. Yeah. Right, yeah. right. I started hmm. to say, uh, you know, one thing I like to do with somebody who's mismanaging money is give them more. Mm-hmm. Um, that usually works out well. Um, Rick, the the one thing that he's forgetting here is, at some point, you might, just might. We hope not. We pray not. You might need these people again. Right. What do you think they're going to tell you when you call wanting them to come when you're in dire straits? Cram it, clown. But but let me tell you what's happening here. He's trying to play a game again with the very federal government that bailed his stupid rear end out. Okay. Say what you want to. Donald Trump, because of his love of New York, bailed Cuomo out of a bind. Okay, that is a fact. So did Samaritan's Purse. So what he's saying is, well, now if I can get some federal help with this $13 billion deficit, if I could get a little help, you know, maybe I could let this go. But, I mean, I can't look at this deficit and I can't pay essential people. Here's another idea. Open the economy! Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, because they still shut out. Yeah. Well, I I heard somebody the other day, this point had kind of come up, and they said, well, Trump helped New York because it was good for Trump. It's going to buy him votes. He didn't want to look like the president. He's wasn't helping New York. New York. I, I promise. I, I, and that's what I said. I said, do you think there is any scenario <laughs> that the state of New York will cast their delegates for Donald Trump, a Impossible. Republican? It won't happen. He could drive in there. Because he's from New he York. He could drive in there him. in a gold Cadillac passing out gold bars. They're not going to vote for him, okay? Mm-hmm. That's just not going to happen. So he could not have done this for political uh, reasons. It, it, I mean, he did it because he, he knew people were dying. They were Americans. Well, well I tell you, okay. there, he's, there's no political advantage to helping New no. York out, none. No. Or no. California. Well, what Trump is doing, and he's already done it in a political ad, but it won't help him in these states. He is trying to show when people start telling you uh, that it's all about politics, I went and helped states and people that I know don't support me when they needed help. So that can't be hung on me that I'm some evil, vicious person, yep. to your point. Mm-hmm. I wasn't getting them back. No. As a matter of fact, we went out of our way. New York right. got the most help from anybody. Yeah. Of, of anybody. Well, and, and Cuomo, you know, I know for a minute he was the darling of the Democratic Party. You know, they, they, well, he still is. Yeah, at, at one point. And, I, and now New York's the most eligible bachelor. I don't know if you saw that. Oh, sure. That was that little question that they did. How funny is that? Oh, don't forget this. No. I guess things are better in New no, York. No, no, no. Which, <laughs> which one of y'all told me this? There's some kind of thing out there where now they're talking about how Fauci's sexy. Fauci? Oh, I did. I did. Was yeah. that you? Yeah, was that it you? was a couple yeah, of weeks sexy. ago. He was some sexiest man. So if you did on TV a lot, people just give yeah. you a pass on whether you're not like Greg. If you don't have a pot belly, oh. you're, you're Did fine. you hear what Greg That's just it. said? So if you're on TV a lot, people give you a pass whether you look like an elf or not. <laughs> yeah, they, they ignore the fact you're like an elf if they're talking. Yeah, I kept telling us that he was done with the medical field. On this side, he wanted to get over to dental because he wanted to be a dentist. You know what I mean? He was. Yeah, I'm shifting in the medical field. I now want to be a dentist, Santa. Yeah. But I want to go back to this again. Is that people? magazines sexiest person with did they really say that Fauci was now going to be this person I, say, I think this um, was some poll somebody some did fat women's some, organization yeah, some, <laughs> some website some. <laughs> <laughs> lonely hearts club you talk about Greg that, month, that, monthly, mag, that monthly magazine for uh called Peggy yeah <laughs> <laughs> For the pegs out there, this month's Peggy edition. Right, so apparently, he's somebody, Fauci's on the cover. He's on the cover. Somebody, somebody, man for those of you that have a thing for elves, <laughs> now, so uh, apparently, uh, Doctor Fauci was nominated for sexiest man alive, okay. and uh, and and uh, 
Vanity Fair magazine did an interview with him and asked him if he ever envisioned himself as a candidate for sexiest man alive. And he said, no, I'm a doctor. Never thought of that. But Yes, he does. He loves his celebrity. He, he, is, he is eating it up, and he can't wait to put his little company in and be ready with the vaccine coming up. He wants to be voted man of the year. I think, he wants, be, I think he wants to be voted up for a guy with the vaccine. Mm-hmm. Rick, yeah, because that's going to cha-ching. <laughs> yeah. This Samaritan purse thing is, is yeah. even more. I, I've got, can I give you a few more quotes sure here can. on this? Look, you, look, remember Cuomo said God didn't help him? He said God didn't have anything to do with him. He did it. They did it. They did it. You do remember that statement. Ask him about that call he made on the nursing homes. How good that turned out. Yeah, that way you go, Cuomo. Yeah, what, the poison pill? Yeah. Why don't you wait on the boat? Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. You're listening to The Rick and Bubba Show, the two sexiest fat men alive. It is 22 minutes past the hour of The Rick and Bubba Show. We're back. All right, so Bubba, you said you saw more quotes. Uh, we, We did the story that Cuomo... Now wants all the people that came to New York to help them, including the nonprofits, <laughs> to pay income taxes, state income tax. Rick uh, Lawrence, now this is a I'm quoting from a story in Faithwire. Okay, mm-hmm. Lawrence Spillman, a certified public accountant uh, in New York City, told WPIX TV groups like Samaritan Purse, which is headquartered in Boone, North Carolina quote, will have to register in New York and do withholdings here in New York, unquote. Hmm. Now, you take this, and it's also difficult, it says, to separate this matter from the backlash that Samaritan's Purse face from a large uh, progressive politician group in New York City um, who were angered by the group's Christian Beliefs, particularly the mainstream biblical perspective that marriage is between one man and one woman. Oh, yeah. Despite having free medical care given to more than 300 patients fighting coronavirus infections, Senator Brad uh, H-O-Y-L-M-A-N, I don't know how you would say that, described the faith-based group's relationship with Mount Sinai as poisonous. And New York City Council Speaker Corey Johnson found it Quote, extremely troubling Samaritan's Purse was ever allowed in New York City to begin with. Now, I want you all to think about that. You remember the time they sent the police to watch because they were afraid they were going to start evangelizing people and telling them about Jesus. All right. Now, imagine you being a New York policeman or some security person and you're assigned that job. I mean, Um, now ask about the backlash. Franklin Graham told Faithwire that they were there to save lives, not argue with people. Everybody in the city of New York knows about the tent hospital. We were there in Jesus' name, he said. It's just something God has done and given us the opportunity to magnify his name in the middle of a crisis. Now, I want, the reason why what Bubba is saying, it's important for obvious reasons because it's so dumbfounding to hear these idiotic comments from these people who opposed Samaritan's Purse and want, to pay, want them to pay some sort of tax. But listen to the bigger picture. They're considered now to be bad form and considered not to be a, an organization that you desire to come to your city. 
it's an organization that we must be vilified because they have a biblical worldview. And their biblical worldview isn't welcome around here, even if they're coming in to help people uh, just because that's what their convictions would tell them to do. As the patient load began to die down, the attacks from the LB, uh, LGBTQ activists started to increase at the tent hospital. Uh, Graham told Faithwire earlier this week, and he wanted to be clear, the reason Samaritan's Purse left New York was that they were not needed anymore. They did not have any patients. There was no need to stay there, not because they were being protested. Can you believe that they've come to help and people are protesting? But I think it's important that... that that's even stranger to me than them wanting tax dollars. It is, but it is. You're right. Gosh, that's... But you need to listen because these little things that rise to the top, you got to pay attention to them because you got to take them serious. There's a bigger narrative going on here, and we've been talking about this. The things that you believe, if you have a biblical worldview, the things that the church, and I mean real churches, not churches that have made up their own version of Scripture... Biblically sound, theologically sound churches, everything that we believe is being deemed hate speech. Oh, yeah. And 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 you can't you can't have people coming here if you believe in God's standard of marriage. Now remember, that doesn't necessarily mean and we got some people out there that represent the church that, that don't know what they're doing and what they're doing is not the way we were told to do it. So that but those are very few. And they've always been there. The, the, the thing that we're supposed to have is this doesn't even mean, and I've said this so many times because it's so misunderstood, this does not mean that you're anti-people who do not adhere to God's standard. It means you're pro-God's standard. Yeah. I'm pro-God. I'm not anti-you. Matter of fact, I don't even care. I mean, if, if, if I don't even know you. You know, what you do in your own private life of, is of no concern to me if I didn't have any anybody to answer to. But what I'm saying is I'm devoted to the one and only living God who reconciled me to him through his grace and his mercy. And now my response is devotion and obedience and to celebrate who he is and then to oppose anyone who would come against him. So it's, it's not it, – it's, it's, I, I am pro-God. I'm not anti-you. And, and it, I find it interesting that usually this comes from a place – what's supposed to be their worldview, that people should be allowed to be whoever they want to be, except an evangelical Christian. Well, then that's just me being me. As long as I don't harm you, why can't I be me? I thought that's your whole worldview. So you, everybody is allowed to be them except for me. Well, Samaritan's Purse are to be allowed to be who they are, and if you don't want their help, don't go. But if, but if they're here to help you, and uh, maybe you can get around your disagreements with them theologically and go ahead and get some help. You know, they do a great job, too. I mean, not only with this, but, uh, you know, we, we are more familiar with them in tornado response and all that. And we also have some local churches that have done tremendous. I've talked about them on the air. When you go there, you know, the feds are there. But as we've learned in this, in this emergency, the federal government has very little they can do. The state government is the one that's in charge of disaster relief, and the feds are there to help them with equipment, with money, whatever they need. Mm-hmm. Um, again, it's that strange relationship we have here where we have states and we have a federal government, which is a union of the states. Um, but, you know, we've been, and I mean, I've seen this firsthand. I've seen FEMA there with a stack of papers wanting you to fill out so you can get a card. 
And I've seen churches build literal buildings out of merchandise and give stuff away. Mm-hmm. I mean, people can't believe they're going, well, how much? Well, no, it's free. Take take whatever you want. Right. Take all you want. Yeah. Um, and as you said, and, so, and much more, such a great, and so, so much more efficient. And they the are there quick, and they so, were unloading stuff. So much more I mean, efficient. it's just the response is so, so different. And I, I'm so thankful that those organizations are out there to help people. Yeah, I, I will tell you this right now, and, and there's a little bit of Reagan dropped in here, and, and then we'll kind of update it. If you're a person out there and, and you don't you don't have any belief system or you have a an agnostic, uh, atheistic, whatever view, I will tell you this right now. If you're in trouble, you would much rather hear the, hear the phrase, I'm with the church and I'm here to help, as opposed to I'm with the government and I'm here to help. <laughs> Every single time. And you don't have to you know, be indoctrinated into the belief system. But I'm telling you, as far as helping you, you're in much better hands with the church than you are with the government. Every single time. And a disaster, especially. We'll come back and we'll go phone calls next. Lines are available. We'll do a phone troll form. That allows the largest number of people in the shortest amount of time to be uh, there on the phones. Ten lines strong, so we got a lot of room for you. And then we'll go through them rapid fire, so the line will move quickly in front of you. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Thirty-five minutes past the hour, the Rick and Bubba Show. Eight six six. We be big is the number. Thank you for being with us. To the phones we go. Largest number of people, shortest amount of time. Uh, as we're working our way to the phones, we'll start with Mike out of Kentucky. Uh, he'll start. Speedy's got a timeout. So does Bubba. And then we'll work our way uh, through your phone calls. Oh, we lost Mike. Uh, so now we'll go to uh, Flip uh, out of Nashville, Texas. Uh, Flip, you got 30 seconds. By the way, lines are available if you're trying to get in. Flip, go ahead. 30 seconds. How are you? Hey, could you put me back on hold list playing the Joe Diffie song? It's about to get the part that makes me cry. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. Uh, oh, that's hey, good. Yeah. Uh, listen, guys, I was watching Tucker Carlson last night about this hairdresser in, in, in Texas that got arrested. Yep. Let me tell you what I wish would happen. You remember the old Ten Commandments movie when God just opened up the earth and swallowed up the heathens? Mm-hmm. You know, any of these judges and politicians that do this kind of thing, wouldn't it be nice just to see that? that way? <laughs> you hate to wish that on anybody, but I hear you. I, I understand what you're saying. Mm. Mike in Alabama. Mike, 30 seconds. Go ahead. Yeah, I know y'all have passed over the Samaritan's Purse thing. I'm, I'm one of the dark members with them. Um, but I can guarantee that the patients at the field hospital were treated with the most respect and, and dignity that any of those that are protesting against it would treat them. Um, and it's kind of unfortunate. That's our first um, field hospital that we've had here in the United States. We usually do those internationally that we've always had in the past. No, Sir, no, uh, what is your name? Mike? Yeah. Yes. Mike, what is a DART member? What does that mean? Um, that's a disaster um, assistance response team. Okay, cool. Uh, okay. The, we are the ones uh, when it's, it's usually, like I said, it's through the International Department of Samaritan's Purse where anything internationally, natural disaster, war, uh, plague, anything uh, happens. Uh, we've, we've had those uh, with Ebola, uh, things like that. 
our last one was Dorian. Uh, we had a field hospital there in the Bahamas. Hey, let me ask so you another. Got, yeah, let me ask you another question. Have y'all ever been protested before? Uh, not that I'm aware of. <laughs> you know, I, I know that some people, you know, disagree with with um, sure. some of the yeah. the posts that Franklin Graham holds, but. Uh, we're usually, I can, I can tell you, I went to the Bahamas as well. And as I was going through the airport, I had my Samaritan's first shirt on and I went through customs and immigration so fast because everybody was just embracing us coming to help. Yeah, sure. So but, did you, wow. did you see the pro cause I, I didn't see any of this on the news, the protesting in New York. Was there a lot of that or was it isolated? What was the deal? I, I don't think so. I was not in New York. I okay. did not was not able to go. But um, some of my colleagues that, that I've talked with up there, I, I don't think it was very prevalent. Uh, there were several, you know, several some of the um, more liberal people that were actually helping volunteer in there to help keep some stuff up and bringing food and things. So I'm I'm not. Uh, yeah, we were uh, yeah. we were sent a video of a of a man, and I don't even know his name here. Uh, Whitney Tillerson. Uh, he recorded a twenty eight minute video to thank yeah. his new brothers and sisters at Samaritan's Purse. Uh, he lives right there on the edge of Central Park, and uh, I, I I haven't seen anything in this that would indicate he's a believer. Um, other than he was just glad somebody was coming to help and he volunteered to help. Uh, and, and maybe he was, I don't know, but I, we were just looking at his video in the, uh, in the break and he was, uh, he was very thankful for them coming and the, the level of professionalism they brought. Uh, and let me ask you too, on this taxing thing, since we have you, have you heard? I'm sorry, he's, he's gone. Okay. Yeah, I yeah, thought, yeah. uh, I just wondered if they, how they were. Because people are asking me, are they taxing Samaritan's purse? Or are they taxing the people's paycheck? Or who got paid? And I'm like, you know, I, I don't know. I'm just, we're reading this story. It, it looks like if Samaritan, which Franklin Graham said Samaritan's purse got no money doing this, that it was paid for by God's people. But I assume they were paying some of the people, at least who were heading up and organizing the event, even though they volunteered to go, uh, that that's the people they're talking about taxing. It said the charities. Comptroller noticed that a New York state law requires anyone working in the state for more than 14 days to pay income tax, and there's no exemption for coronavirus relief. But to your point, so who was getting paid? What maybe maybe the employees of Samaritan's Purse that they pay, they they spend over 14 days there, so they yeah okay yeah they're saying anybody that got paid from Samaritan's Purse Mm -hmm. while in New York. Right. Owes New York state income tax. Whatever they were paid. I got you. It'd be like professional baseball yeah, players. We've heard this from Todd. When you go to New York and, and play, they take money out of your check for that game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I knew that happened. So I guess it's the same thing because New York's not paying those people. It's it's the team that they play for. Right. So it's right. the same thing. Uh, I mean, they're treating it the same way. I'm not saying they should. Uh, we continue. Uh, let's go to Will in Kansas. Will, welcome to Rick and Bubba. Go ahead. Hey, uh, Green Anchors Monkey Grass. Thanks for the call, buddy. Uh-uh. Go right ahead. Hey, first off, I want to say uh, congratulations to Adler and Miss Aaron for their firstborn Golden Eagle. Mm-hmm. And I don't know about your neck of the woods, but I hope Cracker Barrel's open because Adler's got a new mom to shop for. I know. The last time we <laughs> said, you know, he, you, and you yeah. said it, it's not just a restaurant, it's also a country store. <laughs> And uh, will Aaron be getting a, a candle? Cracker Barrel's not open, though, where you live, no. so you won't be able to go in there. 
Yeah, does Cracker Barrel have like a website? Because as we all know, it's a country store and a restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> How about you? Have you got a little something to to get for uh, Ruby's mama mm-hmm. on Sunday too? Mm-hmm. Guys, I've got a whole list of moms that are going to be first time moms to to get stuff for. I think even even grandmoms first time. I got to get stuff for them too. So there uh-huh. you go. Uh, you know, the grandmama's day is a different day, but anyway, but you know, I understand what you're saying. There's somebody's mom. I got it. Uh, we continue. Uh, let's go to Kentucky where Mike uh, was standing by, got lost, got back. Go ahead. Hello. Hey buddy. Hey, good day. Uh, hope y'all having a good one. We are. Hey, uh, I just thank y'all last week for bringing back a good memory, uh, with playing a little Tim Wilson, man. That was, that was sweet. He used to live next door to my nephew here in Louisville, uh, in a little apartment, and uh, I'd see him every now and then. It was, uh, like I said, I appreciate the uh, the good memory. Uh, yeah, one of a kind. Been down there with you guys a few times. Oh yeah, many times. Yeah. You know, the, yeah, yeah. The, the term "one of a kind" I think gets overused. You know, but let me yeah. tell you, in this particular case, when you say Tim Wilson was one of a kind, I agree. There is no exaggeration. My hand goes up in agreement. <laughs> no doubt about it. Miss him. Eight six six. We be big. Jeff in Georgia. Jeff, 30, uh, 30 seconds. Yeah, I'd, Go like ahead. To, I'd like to welcome Greg back to the show because when he was at home, he's a totally different guy. It's just like Helms, he said this morning on the kickoff hour. I'm telling you, he didn't have extra computers. He didn't have screens to look at. He didn't have y'all to look at. He was like he's been gone from the show for six, seven weeks. So <laughs> hey, I just look, to welcome Greg back. He's got, right, look, you. he's got both pistols blaring today. Mm-hmm. So, But you were saying that it really is a weird environment. I heard that on the kickoff hour, too. You said – it's so quiet. You, you, yeah, you, you don't go feel to, it's just it's, 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 it's a different. long five hours. It's just hours. different. It's just love, different. It is a long five hours. Yeah, because you don't have that camaraderie. Like, yeah. right, you come here, we may be back from the break. We right. may not. Now I enjoyed. You know, I yeah. enjoyed the sleep. <laughs> don't get me wrong. No, I, I got I that. But you're. T- I'm talking about. You're talking about the own airport. Yeah. We can t- uh, continue. Oh, good news. Uh, good news, Adler. If you're listening, Jill and Hoover listening to ZZK. Uh, go ahead, Jill. Hey, I just wanted to let you guys know that Cracker Barrel, the gift shop side, is wide open. Um, <laughs> you can order your food to pick it up, but you can actually go inside and shop. I hey, got my Mother's Day presents there this year because they were the only ones open. Well, you know why? I guess the retail part can now open mm-hmm. because retail. Yeah. Well, they've been open. Uh, good news, Aaron Adler. Mm-hmm. Got a That's Kenny great. Rogers CD guess, coming. Guess, guess who's getting a candle and some rock candy? Goo <laughs> <laughs> goo cluster. Hey, Mrs. Mrs. Adler, you're welcome. <laughs> Wait, did you? Well, and I know your grandmother's probably had it too, like mine did. And I don't know why it was apparently a candy only grandmother's had was those sugar uh, cane sticks. Oh, yeah. oh, they were good. I mean, was that just pure sugar? Those are the best ones. It was sugar mm-hmm. with a red powder. I think the one. only time I've ever had one when I was visiting my grandmother. The real powder. Now, I'd go through Grandmoms one would have them in a bowl mm-hmm. out there. Well, and they usually have them exposed. <laughs> they, they even had a can you could buy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. man. Man, they were, it was just pure sugar. We're eating. Sure yeah, it was. Yeah, good yeah. stuff with a little bit of pep. Little, little, mm-hmm. little peppermint in there. James in North Alabama. James, <laughs> 30 seconds. Go ahead. Good morning, fellas. Hey, buddy. How about it? Rick and Bubba Cruz veteran here. Oh, wow. That's oh. way back. Go right ahead. <laughs> There's a memory. Yeah. Uh, so i got a friend who's a uh, waitress, and uh, she's on unemployment right now. hate that. Uh, but she says that uh, she's getting her $270 or $275 a week plus an additional 600 bucks a week from the government right now. Have you heard anything like that? I mean, I make... Sixty yeah. grand a year and don't bring home that much. Yeah, I, yeah. yeah they're going to rush out to work. When there was that. a uh, there was an extra 
uh, over the top payment added to that, but it's it's temporary. It's not going to last. No, but uh, and I don't know how long does it go, Greg? Do you remember? I'm not sure, was? but like I say, remember the controversy was that why go back to work? Oh yeah. yeah. Well, it wasn't just unemployment. It was a uh, part of a stimulus. Yeah, it deal came from the government to yeah. get to encourage you to go out and spend money. Yeah, as soon as they're federal back up, added to your unemployment. Coco, Florida. Uh, Mike, standing by. Mike, go ahead. Hey. Uh, pretty sunny down in Florida. I have a question. If they're going to charge people taxes on Samaritan Purse, how about Red Cross and Salvation Army and the sailors on the ship that was there and all these other volunteer groups coming in? Uh, I mean, yeah, that's crazy. Well, Mike, I'm I'm pretty sure they New probably, York does. Yeah, I think they will. Yeah, yeah. I think they, they hit will. everybody. Yeah. Which, again, if I'm there trying to help you in a pandemic, it seems like you'd wave some of that. You would. But you know what? Cuomo says, I'd love to cut you a break, but I got 13 bill in the hold here. And I want to ask him, who got us in that situation? Yeah, that'd be the great uh, number one bachelor in New York. Mike in Fort Payne. <laughs> Mike, Apparently go ahead. can't balance a checkbook. 30 seconds, Good Mike. Morning, hey, buddy. Hey, uh, this is not nothing unusual in New York. Remember in the Bible when Jesus cast the demons out of the man and they went into the pigs and the pigs ran into the ocean, uh, ran into the sea. They said, hey, get out of here. Get out of here. We don't want any more of this. So this stuff in New York's nothing new. No, you're right. Yeah, There was not a big well, thank you for Jesus on that one. There, 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 was, there was a big you're a troublemaker. Well, the farmers did lose their crop. I mean, they, 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 were, they weren't happy about it. But you think you'd be glad that guy that runs around naked in the graves and keeps slicing his body and attacking people that he's all right now. Because right? <laughs> he had to be a little bit of a handle yeah, for you. Wasn't he an issue when you tried to farm over there, too? Well, we'll be back. We'll see if we missed anything and more of your phone calls after this. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba's in Ohio! Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Pass the gravy, please. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. To my knees. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. I can't start another. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. We're back. Eight minutes to the top of the hour. Have you tried Relief Factor yet? Do you want to be the next email we get that says, hey, let me tell you something. This all natural product is working great. You got chronic pain. If it's tied to inflammation, Relief Factor is all natural and it doesn't have the side effects you have with some of the over the counter stuff. And we know the addictive properties found in a lot of opioids and the problem we have with that none of these things are designed to be a lifestyle but because these four botanicals naturally occur relief factor you can take uh, as a supplement you can take it every day uh, i take uh, two doses a day i get three if i got something that's bothering me uh, if you'd like to find out more go to relieffactor.com you can get a three-week trial pack for 1995 if it works for you, you order more. If it doesn't, you know, then you realize you tried it, and sadly, this is not the solution for you. Over seventy percent of the people that do the trial pack, they order more. Uh, and boy, we continue to get great emails about it. Really, RickandBubba.com has a link uh, there under sponsors. Also, a uh, couple of things that we have to look at. Um, so we don't know what's going to happen. Uh, Helmsy had had mentioned it earlier, and he, he and, I, and I was watching the highlights. You know, we have Korean baseball going on. Mm. And, you know, these are empty stadiums. Uh, there's some sort of spirit teams that look like cheerleaders to me, male and female, uh, with surgery masks on that seem to be cheering on their teams. Has Sai sung the national anthem at any of these? <laughs> I don't believe so. Then you, then you, also, then you also have, uh, you know, you have them playing and they show it on, on television. I, I bet they have a huge audience. Well, uh, the NFL is, is going to – they're releasing their 2020 schedule. Yeah, trying to give people some hope. 
some of the college programs have announced they will play uh, this next year, and colleges are announcing they will bring people back to the uh, campus. Now, that's as of now. So is you think the NFL – they're, they're acting like they're not going to vary anything, but that doesn't mean you can come to the games. It means they're going to play them, I guess. So it looks like they're going to go ahead and prepare and uh, and at least televise games, whether they let people in the stadiums or not, uh, that the NFL's trying to give you know a little glimmer of hope that they're going to play. Mm-hmm. So um, And they're releasing that tonight? Yeah. Is that right? Yeah, I think so. So that, that's, Or is it the whole schedule or just part of it? I think it's just or? the preseason. Yes, yeah, it's the whole schedule. Yeah, it's, the, it's, it's not just preseason games, just the, how the whole schedule is going to lay out, right? I don't know. I, I'm I'm curious because I I'd seen a headline earlier today that said uh, they were going to wait till later to uh, schedule the divisional game. So I guess they were getting some of the ones that were not considered as important. Yeah, uh, seven o'clock central, eight o'clock eastern tonight on the NFL Network, uh, and they have not announced it'll be the 2020 schedule. So that's everybody, mm-hmm. uh, and they don't ha- uh, expect any major changes as a result of the pandemic, and they have opening day set up as September 10th uh, with the season set to conclude with the Super Bowl on the 7th of February. Now, there are still questions, as I just mentioned, if they can start on time, whether fans can attend, mm-hmm. um, you know, a league-wide policy that fans who bought tickets directly from teams can get a refund, if any of the games are canceled, all that is still unresolved. So it's still a little messy. But, yeah, but they're going to – Right. Yeah. The at, least, thing, at least we're trying, the, you know. The biggest thing with sports is what happens if a player tests positive once yeah. you've started. Right. That's a good and and for and for Korean baseball, they have a policy where if one person, one player, one team, one player gets the virus, they shut down for three weeks. The whole league? The whole the team. League. The whole league. Okay. The whole league. And so that's the thing that that's going to be interesting to see. It, will the NFL do that? And three weeks in the NFL is much different than three weeks in baseball. I mean, they can play double headers. Yeah, right. right. You know, they they can get the games in. They play 144 games in this KBO. So if they miss three weeks, it's really not a big deal because they can either make it up or not. They've still played 120 games. But with the NFL, it's a different ball game because you've got three or four weeks. Uh, that's important. That's big. So yeah. I, that's going to be interesting to see how that plays out. You're going to – we've talked about us going back to life and living with the virus. Sports is going to have to figure out a way to go about their business without shutting leagues down if one person gets it. No, you're right, because like Greg was talking about earlier, you know, we, we're, now the meatpacking plants are becoming, you know, the, the, the focus of essential food items, but yet people working in close quarters. And you were telling me there was one plant that tested 400 – it was between three and four hundred came back positive, but none of them had symptoms. They were all yeah. asymptomatic. Nobody was. Nobody had they any sent symptoms. Them home, but but they didn't. But they know they have it. And so. that was out of like twenty five hundred employees, I think. Yeah. So out of twenty five hundred, they had three to four hundred, and none of them had any symptoms of Gregory, any kind. Are you talking about the Tyson Food Plant in uh, Indiana? I'm not, I don't remember it, but it was yeah. one yeah, of them. I think it was, and it was about. It was closer to a thousand employees most of which Greg's Greg were was talking about it impacted about 40% of their workforce yeah yeah so i you know i don't know you know you would say that that one of the things and i know this would not be very popular but one of the things you could do is treat it like you would any flu season and say all right whoever's got it you're out everybody else just keep playing and hopefully cuz you know i'm sure in the flu season i know i remember playing sports uh they'd be a stomach virus uh, they'd be a flu 
and somehow the team would get it, and it would run through part of the team, and you'd like, oh, yeah. bo- oh no. Yeah. And even there's been people said, hey, we got so many people sick, we got to cancel our game. Yeah, you know. But as far as shutting the whole league down for three weeks, I I, I don't think that's a good option. The you know. UFC is actually returning this weekend, guys. They're hey! in an empty arena. Yeah, it's gonna be uh, weird. fighting fighting in an empty arena in Jacksonville, Florida, with uh, all the athletes <laughs> and all the corner men getting tested when they arrive, and then they're getting tested every twenty four hours, and they have credentials every twenty four hours to make sure nobody gets it once they arrive. So they're they're putting together a TV event, which should be very popular. Yeah. Probably be huge. You know, we need that in here. We need a little testing machine, don't we? So we can keep checking out. <laughs> just 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 no keep, boy. Keep you know, checking. I got my thermometer. I forgot to bring it in though. I didn't think you ever got it to work. Yeah, I did. I got it. You oh, had you to did. adjust it. Yeah, uh, for humans. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you had that to. hot spot in that plug with <laughs> <wasn't> the same. <laughs> Slightly different pickup scale. Yeah. All right. Thanks, guys. Uh, if you leave us, we appreciate the time that you spent with us today. Uh, if you got more Rick and Bubba, then uh, we'll be right back. Don't forget Rick and Bubba University, the podcast coming up this weekend. We'll record that today. Steve Ducey will be our guest. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba.